You know, we 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 grapplers, we love eating paste, you know. Mm-hmm. Love munching on stri- like it's like the picture of Ralph Wiggum where he's eating the paste out of the bucket, you know. <laughs> but you know what else we grappler players love to do? What would that be? I know you know. Uh, I, I I know, but I have to ask. Oh, we love to what go. Would that be? <laughs> Fuck, man. Fuck. You can't just like hit it that smoothly. Like I wonder just be okay. if during these pre-show conversations where we're just kind of like just chatting a little bit before we actually start recording, like you're just like looking for the end. Like, is this is this where he's gonna fucking say it? <laughs> I do. I, sometimes I do. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wonder where the I wonder where the transition here is gonna happen. But you know, the only thing I have to even consider now is being able to roll this intro, you know? Good morning. Transcending history and the world. A tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the new stage of history. You cannot escape from death. Welcome back. Nice to meet you. I'm Natasha, an underrail doctor. <laughs> Feeling sick? It's an underrail doctor. I fucking hate that. Uh, I hate that ad so have much. You, have you played me. Honkai Star Rail yet? I haven't. I haven't touched it. <laughs> She's starring on my rail to La Honkai. Extremely loud and correct buzzer. You know, I thought about that earlier in the week because I saw like a fucking... Um, like a TikTok where this guy was like, uh, she eh, on my hat till I, uh. I'm like, yeah, that works. <laughs> the link noises. Yeah, I was going to say, are you fucking playing Tears of the Kingdom to hear that? No, I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom since like last week. I've been playing a bunch of other stuff, but we're going to talk about that later on because yeah. uh, there's a lot that happened this week. This week has been eventful yeah. as fuck. Like not just... Correct. Like for for my interests specifically, but for also like the PlayStation Showcase and a bunch of other stuff. Just the general uh, space has been pretty yeah. uh, pretty full, pretty full this week. You know, you know what this means, though, right, Joe? Well, what would this mean? It means um, you have no excuse, and that you're going to have to play all the Metal Gear Solids now. Uh, look, man. Look. You have no. Once those games come out I on PS5, you have no excuse. All right. I'm I showing up no matter what. How does the MGS re-release <laughs> right affect Mbappe's legacy? I, oh, I will. <laughs> All right. I will be outside your house going through the rain and feeding on tree frogs. Okay. I cannot wait <laughs> until you get to experience the um, the uh, fucking amazingness. And that's putting it short of MGS3 Snake Eater. I fucking, you have no, we're, well, let's, get, let's just get straight into the, the PSN showcase. We'll talk about our weeks later. What sure. did you think of the showcase as a whole? So. I didn't sit down and watch it live. I um, also I audience, uh, forgive my sniffles. Down. I'm sick. So yeah, no. I, I hope you feel better. Make baby. me some chicken noodle soup. Moi. Read me a bedtime story. Yeah, absolutely. Come over, get you some uh, some nice hot chicken broth. Some nice something. hot uh, coochie. What? No. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I, I, I can provide <laughs> shit. Hey, I, hey, hey, they don't call it an, an end bussy for no reason. <laughs> non bussy is crazy. <laughs> non bussy. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, this show is already all to an amazing. This is gonna affect my credit score. The fact that I just said that, like, I know, like, Experian is just taking this down. You know, next time I go for like a job interview, hey, what did you mean when you said uh, non-binary? Yeah, (laughs) it's like, yeah, you heard me. Single-handedly raising your mortgage. Oh hell no, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I didn't sit down and watch it live, but I did, um, you know, see it afterwards. And, you know, from the recaps, I did like get a rough idea of what was in there. And, you know, for like, uh, for a presentation, a video game presentation, it was actually like pretty good considering that this is the first one since like, it's been quite a while now, right? Because they they've been doing the state of place, but they haven't done the showcases in quite a while. So no, we we haven't had an event this one. this genuinely big in what seems like forever. Because yeah. the last couple state of plays have been kind of shit, and they've been full of like you know indie games and like no disrespect to indie games, but like bro, if I'm gonna sit down and watch like a PlayStation live stream, I want to see some heat. Yeah, I, I want to see Metal Gear Solid Delta. Fucking and, snake eater. I mean, I, you got your wishes, bro. You got your wishes. You do you have any idea how man. happy I was, nigga? Do you <laughs> do you understand? Like when I fucking like I tweeted out the second I saw the fucking snake. I said, "That's Metal Gear Solid 3. and I said, "MGS three remake is real." Can we get much higher? All right, like I was in that bitch, <laughs> losing my mind. And when a uh, boss popped out of the water, I was like, "No fucking way." And this means something to me, man. Like that's uh, like, <laughs> and then and then they said they're releasing all the old ones in volume collections, bro. We're gonna. I don't have to use my PS3 to play Metal Gear anymore. Yeah, there you go. Metal there Gear Solid go. Four on the PS4 and Five, bro. We are <laughs> we are winning right now. We are winning. All right. Do you understand? We are we winning. Are Joe fucking back. We it is. We are fucking. Yeah, Joe, Joe fucking back. That's crazy. That sounds so wild. <laughs> Let's fucking Joe, dude. <laughs> That's been my favorite meme as of late. No, it's but... great. Hyperextended Biden mouth. Let's fucking Joe. <laughs> I'm so serious, nigga. Funny. I'm I'm going to be sitting here waiting for you to be like, so I finished uh, the Metal Gears. I'll be like, yeah, and, yes, and. And like a a smoking jacket and like a newspaper, you know, like a fireplace, you know? Oh, really? (laughs) Like a real man of culture. Do you understand how fucking much Metal Gear Solid means to me? Like, I can't like, okay, you know what? I'm going to open up with this on the podcast. You know what game came out like right around the time that my father passed? MGS5, The Phantom Pain. And I would skip school, not just because I was going through it, but also because I didn't want to be in school. And I wanted to go home and play MGS5 because there I didn't think about the grief. Yeah. All right. And I I replayed MGS3 on the PS2 and MGS4 on the PS3. Matter of fact, they gave out MGS4 for free in like 2017 or something. Oh. Like digitally. 26 gigabyte download which is crazy for ps3 standards yeah actually Uh, but i i i buried so much grief in mgs as a series so when like i'm when i say like this shit means something this shit 
means some. MGS is life to me, bro. Like, the fact that I'm going to get to witness it again with better textures. Like, I own the HD versions of 2 and 3, of course. And uh, Peace Walker, you know what I mean? But, like, on the PS4 5, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of HD. Mm-hmm. We are Joe fucking back. It, let's fucking Joe. Like, it, it, it. this is genuinely, like, one of the fucking hypest announcements for me i cried when they started playing that music dog i'm not ashamed to admit it all right i was in tears singing snake eater okay <laughs> that means something to me man like that shit is hot god no damn. i get what you mean i get you that's that's powerful though that's 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 strong that's good yeah Fucking Kojima. And Fuck you, I love you. And they're not changing the voice actors, too. Let's fucking Joe. <laughs> I did also, see that. Uh, that's, that's something uh, that people were concerned with. But then they immediately said, no, no it's said, the no, we're not cast. Which is really yeah. funny, considering David Hayter showed up as some, like, villain in, later in the showcase. I don't know if you remember that, but it was, like, some shooter. And then, like, David Hayter played, like, the villain. And he was, like, talking over the whole trailer. I was like, is that David remember. fucking Hater, writer of X2, X-Men United? That's 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 lost on me. I, I don't get it. No, there know. was no he the, the he's the guy who wrote X2 X-Men United. Oh. And he voiced uh Solid Snake and Naked Snake and uh Iroquois Pliskin. That's pretty cool, then. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a, one of the weirdest facts of all time. <laughs> yeah. so that is a really weird like uh crossover of events but yeah i'll take it i'll take yeah. it i believe it anything else catch your eye at the uh, showcase everyone's been oh, talking well, about I mean, phantom blade that one looks okay i mean it looks it look I mean, there wasn't really a lot of like gameplay shown because i don't think that that cgi stuff that was captured uh and shown is that is any actual gameplay i don't think that we're actually going to be able to like flip off walls and do all these nasty tricks to like fucking uh slay our foes as a samurai or whatever like i think it looks okay it looks pretty fun um i guess you know just keep an eye out on it i don't know what you think on it but it looks okay i mean samurai games i've never played a phantom blood game uh phantom blood jesus christ phantom blade (laughs) game before but hey samurai are cool so yeah i'm I'm like all right still it may not be the samurai game samurai game i'm most excited for that has to be the last ronin and then after that probably ghost of ikishima but i mean hey it looks fucking sick i will be attending Potentially. Is that the sequel to Ghost of Tsushima? Absolutely. Okay. And if you've never played Ghost okay. of Tsushima, you're fucking missing out. That game is so fucking raw. Also, I need a third person to help me finally do the raid because I've never been able to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, like the uh, the Legends multiplayer mode? Dog, you know how much time I've put in a Legends multiplayer? It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, is that my, like, like, No, it's great. Nigga, if you like the gameplay of regular Ghost of Tsushima, you'll, if you like Ghost of Tsushima, you'll love Ghost of Tsushima Legends. And if you know what I'm referencing when I say something like that, you need to go to therapy. Oh, God. You God, need to no, go no. to therapy. Get off the porn. <laughs> go outside. Uh, but seri- but in all seriousness, um, it looks great. Phantom Blade looks great. I mean, I'm, I mean, 
let me, let me let me be honest, right? Outside of two games, one of which we've already talked about, and one of which we're going to talk about at the very end, um, the showcase was kind of just a miasma of like, oh, this is another sci-fi, uh, fantasy shooter with guns and superpowers. Yippee! That was only like two games shown in that whole fucking thing. It was like the marathon reboot, which I do have some thoughts on. And like that other like Legends of something. I forget what it's called. There was also the sequel to Ghost Runner, which looks almost exactly like that. I didn't play the original Ghost Runner. (laughs) Dude, Uh, that shit was fun. But like, I need to be honest. I got to I kind of got to get over that like aesthetic hump, I guess. Mm. You know, and then, of course, there was the DLC for Destiny 2. Destiny. <laughs> Destiny. I saw a TikTok that was like um, someone reposted the trailer and like put right above it. Like, it's time to get back into Destiny 2. And some guy like do it and was like, why would I do that? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, you shouldn't. No, I mean, just because they added fishing. Uh, no, it's not worth That's, it. That's no, okay. Do it. Okay. Now we're no. Hold on now. All right. Listen. Hey. Hey, yo, you want to start talking about that fish? You got name? You yeah. want to know? Y'all got any more of that? I'm going to hop on that to, to pop up and couple natty lies. I'm going to show you what I want to know. <laughs> you know, it's how they always say that they add every good game has fishing in it. There's That's always so true. exceptions. There's always exceptions. We all know the best, best fishing game. game is still Far Cry 5. All right. Far Cry 5, you can fish in that Dog, game? Dog, you know how many, like, times, like, niggas, niggas used to be like, oh, I would hop on Spider-Man and web swing to clear my mind. Nigga, I would hop in Far Cry 5, get on the fucking seaplane, go out into the middle of a lake, and stand on the wing and fish. Just, like, all the time. Me, some, there were, like, a couple friends of mine, we would hop on Far Cry 5 just to go do that. Like... <laughs> Well, Instead can, of, I was living in Florida. Fish. I was go, I was living in Florida too, mind you. And instead mm-hmm. of going out and actually fishing, we were fishing in Far Cry Five. <laughs> you know, far like, hey, dog, fishing is great in video games. Sometimes, <laughs> oh god damn it, man, this this uh, cough. Uh, sometimes I I hop into Red Dead Redemption too just to go fishing, like catch some fish, sell them. Catch some fish, cook mm-hmm. them, stand on the edge of a dock, fishing, catching sturgeons and shit. All right, you gotta understand, video game fishing is kind of hype. All right, granted, it's bad. Niggas, yeah, niggas are not playing like Cabela's or something. You know, we're not doing that, but like, <laughs> yeah, an actual like fishing sim. No, we're shit. playing like mini game fishing, like Persona fishing. You know. <laughs> yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You might be cooking with this one. Yo, I know I'm cooking. They had a to fi- Persona Six. They had fishing. Yeah. They had a whole fishing episode in Persona Four: The Anime. Okay, that's true. That's true. It's I like one of the best episodes of that show. All right, <laughs> that nigga Yunarukami walked out the house in a whole fishing getup. Right, that show was hilarious. Pop up when the governor in Latch in the town of Ena. I'll tell you what. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> gonna talk what about the guy the named Gasser Gary Investigations. What? The fishing? fishing in Far Cry Five actually looks kind of fun. It's 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 sure. it's, a, it's very relaxing. Like it's I, so I, therapeutic. You just cast your line, sit and wait, pull it back in, fight the fish. Pull the opposite direction while you're reeling and then lift it up and reel it faster. I'm like, man, 
it's so therapeutic. The animations are super like um, fast too. So you're just mm-hmm. recasting every like every couple seconds, you know. It's it's super fun. This looks cool. Again, yeah. Every good game has fishing in it, yeah, except for Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always exceptions. Uh, you know, actually, speaking of Destiny, though, uh, going back to that, I, I don't know if you have any more to say about. No, um, I just saw that like Cade Six was in like the trailer or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I look. Like, I, I thought I he died. Destiny. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, he's supposed to be dead, but like he's not. And like in the trailer, he had like little like like I don't even know how to explain it, but he had like stuff coming out of his eyes, so it wasn't like actually him. So I I don't know if like he's actually dead or not, but the fact that they brought him back anyways is kind of it's kind of whack. Like they should have oh. just left him dead in Forsaken. That completely negates the weight of his loss. It's like why would you bring him back? I know that it's supposed to be like the that like the. The, quote, the the end game of Destiny 2, like the Infinity War to end game that Lightfall and, you know, Final Shape are. But, like, come on. There are other ways to do it than just bringing back a dead character that everyone likes. But I do gotta say, I do gotta say, if that trailer is anything to go by and they're gonna go back to, like, the Destiny 1-cade compared to the Destiny 2-cade, that, that, that's kind of hype. That's kind of hype. Because... The Destiny 2 Kate is not even close to the same characters from the first game. So I hope that they, you know, lean more into that uh, Destiny 1 Kate uh, personality more. Because now that the. No, actually, you know what? No. I'm tired of pretending that Cade was ever a good character in Destiny 2. That man was like so fucking annoying. Like, he made funny jokes. He, he made me laugh, sure. But like, he was more annoying than anything. Like,. Uh, whatever. What? Oh, now you got me started on Destiny, bro. Oh, hey man, they were at the me. fucking showcase. I'm sorry, bro. All right, we can listen. We can, we can, we can talk about something else. All right, they they yeah, had yeah. another trailer for Street Fighter Six, and they forgot to include the most important part: the fact that, like, I just I was literally as you were talking about that, I just saw a fucking video. Mm-hmm. Zangief can drive rush into SPD, and that's nuts. I still don't know, like, uh, what drive rush and like any of the new when uh, there are certain like, moves added. There are certain moves that you can dash out of, sort of like an FADC, where you get like a special green sort of, um, where you move forward and you get like a special sort of like green um, aura around you. You could do it mm-hmm. out of a drive pair. You could do it out of certain moves. But I literally just saw that you can drive rush into an SPD, and that's crazy. Rushdowns ain't <laughs> crazy. Siberian <laughs> Express is back. All right, which is that armor throw from Street Fighter Five, which mm-hmm, was like a, yeah. a modified version of the flying power bomb for Street Fighter Four and and whatnot. Um, I am so we we are Joe fucking back with Zangief. I <laughs> I fucking love playing as Zangief. All right, Zangrief. All right, niggas. Zangrief. Niggas do not like playing against me when I play as Geef. All right, <laughs> because because Nick like Zangief is a hard character to play against. Okay, but like. Street Fighter 6, we can talk more about that later. All we got was one trailer at the showcase, and I played a, a, a lot more of it since the last episode, so we'll talk about that later. Mm. Are there any other games from the showcase that you're interested in? Well, I mean, outside of the... Well, you, you mentioned uh, talking about Spider-Man later, so you know, I'll yeah. save it for that. Um, the only other thing that I kind of... Uh, like That caught my attention, at least, uh, was, well, the Marathon trailer. Now... 
no one on this planet has actually played marathon and the people that have claimed they play marathon aside from me uh have never actually fucking played it unless they're like over the age of 30 years old or are just so deep into like the the bungee uh hemisphere i guess into the bungee universe hasn't fucking played marathon and like all the people that uh, came out saying so excited saying that they're so excited that a new marathon game is coming out and marathon is back y'all are posers i fucking hate all of you because if i sh- if i showed a single one of y'all the fucking marathon timeline the, the the timeline that happens after marathon infinity which is the third game in the series uh y'all you, you y'all don't know nothing about that y'all i'm not even gonna get on that but um Talk to bring a marathon back, uh, as everyone saw, and it's supposed to be like a PvP extraction shooter in the style of like Tarkov or Hunt Showdown. And I don't know about you, but games like those are extremely fucking boring to me. I do not want to continue to grind to uh, get more like loot and then potentially lose it all and then have to regrind it and then lose it all again. That's not fun. That, 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 that gameplay loop is not fun to me. That does not sound all that great to me. I, like, it's just not, it's not my kind of game. And like, that's fine. I don't I, like, I don't enjoy Tarkov, but like, that's fine. Cause I'm not going out of my way to try and enjoy it. But with this being marathon, like a continuation of the marathon series in some way, it's not a sequel and it's not a reboot. I don't know like where in the fucking like multiple uh, upon uh, multiple timelines this falls under. I guess we'll never know until, well, I guess the game comes out. Uh, it, it's kind of disappointing to see that they brought Marathon back, and it's not even the Marathon that we used to know. It's a completely new take, which is, you know, it's it's okay that it's, you know, a, a new take on the series. It's just kind of disappointing that this is what, this is what they're going to do with it. Um, considering that uh, Destiny has been the only game that Bungie has released since, well, Destiny in 2013, 2014. I already forget at this point. Uh, and I was hoping that they would go back to their roots, you know, in the style of uh, Marathon or even Oni, which is, again, another Bungie game that no one has played. And if they told you they have, they're lying to you. Um, you know, games like Marathon, Oni, or Halo. Like, I was hoping that they would go back to that style and go back to their roots. But no, it's a fucking extraction shooter. And, like, I don't care. But... One thing that just I, I I can't deny the visual presentation of that trailer and the overall aesthetic of uh well everything that happens in that trailer is kind of sexy. Like it, it 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 looks good. It looks really really good. And for that reason alone, you know, aside from the fact that it's a continuation from the marathon. Uh, you know, universe in some way. I guess we'll find out. Um, it's the only thing that's keeping me, like, even slightly uh, engaged with, well, whatever the hell is going to happen with it next. Uh, they said that they're going to go completely dark and that the next time we see or hear about Marathon, they're going to have gameplay. 
and maybe then I'll I'll decide if it's actually like worth paying attention to. Because like right now, seeing that it's not a, con- a direct continuation of Marathon, seeing that it has nothing to do or even has the same style of the older games, I'm just really I'm kind of indifferent at the moment. Um, it just it just sucks that this is where they you know decided to go next with Marathon, but you know. It is what it is. Um, the only reason I even fucking played Marathon, actually, is that we were, you were talking about um, playing through the MCC. Um, yes, before we went on the air. Pre-record. Yeah, in the pre-recording uh, booth. Um, in the booth. A few years ago, I actually sat down and played through, like, all of the Bungie games. I sat down and, like, you know, played Marathon, all three of the games. I played Oni games. I played through all of the Halo campaigns, aside from five, because... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I knew no. to explain that one. Who gives a Halo fuck 5. about Halo Five Guardians, bro? <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't believe that game came out, bro. It's just so. Ugh. Um. So you know, after having played those games, seeing how far Bungie has come, uh, it's exciting to see Marathon back. I'm glad it's back, but it's. Not really. It's it's like they took the face of Marathon and put it on another body or something because that's not that's not Marathon, bro. Like the original Marathon games did have multiplayer, but to make it an extraction shooter that is not even that's not even close. That's nowhere, nowhere. Like that, that is a big leap to make. Uh, but you know, I guess we'll see. That's about it, though. That's really all I have to say. Just besides that, marathon it looks just okay, and that uh, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> Square Enix saying we have Splatoon at home. Uh, oh that's yeah, pretty Splatoon, much but we're shooting cum. <laughs> Please let one of the colors be white. I know that they had the white Nothing. color in Splatoon for like a uh, what are those called? The... The Splatfests, like the limited time That sounds events. disgusting. <laughs> Don't yeah, kids play yeah. that game? Dude, it, I'm pretty sure it's rated E for everyone, so yes. Just like the Catholic yes. churches. They know a lot about Splatfests. <laughs> yo, yo. yo! Yo, come on. Come on. Uh. Oh, buddy, you don't want to say come on. Come on, me. Yo, yo, my fault. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. My I'll bad. show you a Splatfest. Um... <laughs> <laughs> disgusting no I mean I'm I'm not turning that down uh, I'm trying yeah, not to laugh because if I laugh I'm gonna just keep fucking coughing yeah I go into a but I'm fit. but just know that right now I'm fucking losing it right now just instantly <laughs> good you should be uh that's that's all I got though that's that's all that like really caught my attention in that uh is even like worth mentioning. Um, some like final thoughts. I don't know if you wanted to move on from the like whole this whole topic or not, but to me, this might just be mean. To me, this felt like a disappointing showcase because literally all but three games are are going to be multi platform. They're going to be on Xbox, Switch, PC, like. For a PlayStation showcase, it kind of sucked. Because what actually was there for the PlayStation showcase? Maybe it was more like PlayStation has helped fund these uh, games. Therefore, they get to get called a showcase, you know. 
Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see why they, you know, fell into the showcase and why they were like, you know, uh, pre- uh, present in the showcase. But it just doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I w- I would have expected more PlayStation exclusives from a PlayStation showcase. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but you know that, that that's not saying that the presentation uh, or sorry the the uh, showcase was bad because I, I I think it was quite good. There was a lot of uh, good stuff in there. I mean, we got. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the umpteenth Final Fantasy 16 trailer for some fucking reason. No, like, I'm already sold on that niggers. game, bro. <laughs> no more niggers. <laughs> Yoshi P moment. Bro. Yoshi P snapped his fingers and eliminated all of the black people. <laughs> that game has way too much promo material at this point. But like outside of that, I wouldn't be surprised Spider-Man. if Square Enix uploads all the cutscenes on their fucking youtube channel and then in the bottom right you'll see like the mk ice and fire watermark and you're like okay <laughs> i i swear hasn't something like that happened i, I swear i swear like i remember seeing uh it was some major game because like it, it was it made the waves on twitter it's like super long ago but some official uh like gaming uh profile it was, it was a game it was like uh on youtube just like straight up reposted a video from someone else that uh was just doing a playthrough of the game i don't remember which game for the life hilarious. of me but i do remember that happening and it was really funny um but yeah uh that, that's all i got that's all i got i'll let you i'll let you i'll let you speak your truth i don't know if you got anything else to say in that regard Anyways, listen. Before, all right, I have I have just one question for you, buddy. Have you fucking finished Spider Man yet? I know Spider-Man? what the answer is. Uh, like the Spider Man. Uh, you know what? Twenty sixteen I mean, Marvel Spider Man. Yes, I have. Uh, played the twenty eighteen. Have you finished it? Yeah, yeah. I finished that game super long ago. Yeah. Have you finished Miles? No, I haven't. I haven't even played Miles. I picked it up. And you call yourself uh, a bloody like an hour? It's on my PS5. Like, it's just sitting there. I'm pretty sure it's on Steam, too. (laughs) It's just there. Yeah, it is on Steam. I haven't uh, picked it up on Steam, but I do have it on PlayStation. Gotta Uh, get you. And you call call yourself Boricua. I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Why do you ask? Well, because Spider-Man 2. And the reason why I wanted to say why why I asked if you played Miles and finished it is because the ending and post credits for Miles directly ties into this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because I don't want to spoil it. I I I've seen everything about the like game. what both of them at this point. Like, I, like I've what? seen I've seen the ending. I've seen uh, What's the like post-credits all the major. I've seen like all the major plot points. Uh, like, I, mean, it's not I know, really a major I know plot, the twist. Direct, what, what's the what are you t- what are you talking about? The twist, uh, like the twist uh, in Miles, in Miles, or it's like, which is. I mean, are we talking spoilers on here? The game has been out for three fucking years. All right, we're going to talk spoilers. <laughs> That's why I asked about, is because if you didn't know that, yeah. I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen like I've seen. Uh, so, like, what do you think it. is the twist, buddy? Are you talking about the twist of like uh, his friend actually being evil? I forget her name. No, her name was Finn. 
Finn then, Mason, which is a, yeah. a female version of Phineas Mason, aka the Tinker. But no, I'm talking about the post credit scene specifically. I don't remember that. the post credit scene where they introduce Kurt Connors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. gotcha. Because that that ties directly into this. Um, mm. Considering that the lizard is going to be appearing in the game, you know, as a right. major villain, and then of course you should remember the post credit scene for the original Spider-Man PS4 mm. with uh, Harry and the tank and whatnot. Yes, which yeah. like the fact that that we are getting the ultimate universe origin for the Venom symbiote in this. My my, I am like my favorite Spider-Man comic of all fucking time. Fight me. Like the fact that even to this day, to this day, to this day, still getting influenced. Crazy. All right. Where do you think Spectacular Spider-Man got the Venom symbiote ideas from? It was that. <laughs> if you haven't played Ultimate Spider-Man on the PS2, first off, you should, because uh, if you see in the trailer for Spider-Man 2 uh, that was at the showcase, they showed the football field in Queens, which presumably mm. for the high school. Um which I mean, that's fucking sick because that was like the first level of Ultimate Spider-Man on the PS2. It was where Spider-Man and Venom were fighting on the football field, and Peter was in the uh, like his like his hoodie and whatnot. Um, sure, yeah. I, I, I have played the games. Dog, you really should. It's it's like the second best Spider-Man, third best, I think, at this point. Debatably second. For me, it's mm-hmm. second. Because for me, the ranking is, or actually, maybe fourth, because the ranking is Miles. Spider-Man PS4, Ultimate Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man 2. And then probably after that, like, probably Shattered Dimensions or Web of Shadows, which that's like a base list. Or maybe Spider-Man for the PS1, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man is a super base video game. If you like Spider-Man 2, you should play it. It's, it's pretty much the same game. Um, mm. This is actually with Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, the first time we're going to be able to play in Queens since Ultimate Spider-Man on the PS2. So... Again, you want to know where all the cool stuff in this new game's coming from? Go play that. Last time we got to play as the Venom symbiote was all the way back in Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, believe it or not. Which, oh, that game came shit. out like 12 yeah. or 13 years ago, which is crazy. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's... Quite a while. I'm pretty sure it's 13, because I'm pretty sure Edge of Time came out in 2011. Because those Spider-Man games were shockingly annual, because I think it was... Shattered Dimensions was in 2010... Edge of Time was in 2011, and then 2012 was the Amazing Spider-Man movie game, I think. Right, yeah. Off the dome. Yeah, fucking, yeah, All of those are made by fucking Beanox. Right, back in the day, back when Beanox used to make decent games. The only, <laughs> the only good one they made was Shattered Dimensions. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Like, seeing Craven and the Lizard and seeing Symbiote Peter, like, dog, I... My my excitement can't be contained. I don't know if the pre-orders are live yet, but when they do go live, I'm you're I'm going to do it because I know I'm going to like it because I hmm. platinum the last two. You know what I mean? So it's like, why the fuck would I not immediately rush to play this? You know? Yeah. I know yeah. you don't like pre-ordering games, you know, especially considering the situation that we saw with like Jedi Survivor. Um, yeah. But like, I still love that game though. So despite all of its technical flaws, which there were many. Um, I don't know if you've picked that game up, um, but everything except for the performance is really good. Um, besides that, though, I, like Spider-Man 2, it looks like it's probably going to be it's, it's PS5 only and PC, of course. But thank God. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, PS4 niggas. Get your fucking money up, not your funny up, nigga. <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> All 
All right, we leave we we leave in PS4 in the dirt for fucking good. All right. Hey, I, yeah, I hope that going forward, that's how it stays. Like they I hated console parody a... even back when I didn't have a PS4. Like when I only had a PS3, mm-hmm. I was like, like when Black Ops Three came out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that released on on the previous gen too. Yeah, yeah, it released on PS3 and 360. And mm-hmm. well, by the time it came out, I had, I'd gotten a PS4, but for, for months leading up to it, I didn't have one. And I was like. Why are y'all putting this on here? Especially if it's going to look and probably play like shit. Yeah. And by the time it came out, what happened? It looked and played like shit. So, <laughs> yeah, like I don't like console parody, bro. Give it maybe a year and a half, two years, and then ditch that shit. All right. Ditch them niggas. All right. Y'all got two years to get your console up. They got PS5s in stores now. Like, what are y'all doing? bro? Yeah. Yeah, when I when I see people still using that excuse that they couldn't get their hands on one, I just sit there and think Aww. to myself, you were lying straight you through your teeth. You couldn't get your hands on the PS5. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. All right, I'm sorry. Two years, I would have been had a PS5 after two years, bro. Yeah, yeah. Took me a year, a year and a half to get a PS4, you know? Granted, there no. weren't chip shortages, and uh, by that point, I still wasn't paying for my own stuff. But hey, man, you know, it took two, a year and a half, but I got one. Yeah, it's yeah. thankful I got a PS5 day one, you know. But uh, other than that, I mean, shit, niggas are happy. All right, I'm I'm super fucking happy that um, Spider-Man Two is coming out this year, and it looks great. Like, granted, I am kind of expecting it to get delayed since they haven't given us an actual fucking release date yet, but. You know what? I'm still hyper excited for that game on all fucking fronts. And though I can't properly express my hype because I don't want to fucking cough every two seconds. Um, like, I am super fucking excited for that game beyond words. Absolutely. Almost yeah. what? Five years to the week. Almost after I first pre-ordered Spider-Man PS4. Like. Talk about dedication. I've still got my fucking Spider-Man PS4 fig pin sitting right next to me on my shelf. So niggas, niggas love them some Spider-Man, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all know me. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's my favorite shit like ever. All right. Yep. I've read almost essentially every Spider-Man comic ever released. All right. Sometimes legally, sometimes not, you know. Um, that's neither here nor there no i just there was there was just a point where i didn't have the money to buy comics i'm fine with that mm-hmm. i mean granted i'm not reading fucking amazing spider-man monthly anymore which thank fucking god um that shit sucks <laughs> it's bad <laughs> oh it's really bad i stopped reading it like because like how, how do i put this okay so without going into spoiler well, no fuck it it doesn't you guys shouldn't be shouldn't even read it so i'm gonna spoil it um <laughs> uh basically right when Zeb Wells took over writing for Spider-Man, there was this big mystery, okay? Like, it was like, what did Peter Parker do? And you know what the big answer was to that mystery? It was uh, absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> there was, like, this big page where it was, like, Spider-Man sitting, like, in a like, destroyed costume in the middle of a crater. You know, it's like, holy shit, what happened? And the answer was literally nothing. He left his uh, not-girlfriend, not-wife in another dimension accidentally for five years and then she uh cucked him she cucked him and had another family and uh yeah they're not they're sticking to it all right 
Dude. Yeah, so it was like, uh, like, dog, you want to know how bad? Let me let me send you this picture. Like, when I when I say that MJ is currently married to a smarmy dickhead, um, you're gonna see the picture and be like, oh, this guy is a smarmy dickhead. Like, look at this fucking guy. Um, he's also got a smarmy dickhead name too. His name's Paul. Paul? Who the fuck is Paul? I've never heard. You're of not Paul. gonna want to know who Paul is like yeah, maybe that's for the better that I don't know nope. you're gonna know uh, in about right now so look at this guy look at look at Paul like this guy looks like a fucking chump you know like look at this asshole that's who uh, bruh you bruh. Know, look at how he looks now okay uh let me let me find the fucking picture because I think it was like issue like 23 or 24 of Amazing Spider-Man because uh, it's that's that we're on the numbering right now for that mm-hmm. where they showed like Paul, but he was like super muscular. Why are <laughs> I saw you talking about this uh, on Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. It's like, yeah, they're like really obsessed with making him a cuck. Here we go. <laughs> Look at this shit. This is this is what they're doing to get Paul over. Okay. They're this is what they have to do to equal a fraction of our power. All right. Fuck you, <laughs> Marvel editorial. Fuck you, Zeb. Look at this shit. Bruh. Just to get him over, That's bruh. That's not even the same character. Not a single that person likes Paul. There's not a single character. person who likes Paul. Some people are defending the decision, but they don't like Paul. Like, that's that's crazy. All right, listen, guys. I was around when Renew Your Vows came out, okay? I was around for that. And to be fair, most of the time I'd been reading Spider-Man, okay, because this happened when I was only six, Peter and MJ haven't been together, okay? But because I have such a deep love and a deep devotion to Spider-Man and the history of, you know, I read pretty much every Spider-Man comic that's ever been released, okay? Mm-hmm. And what that means is I got to witness the entire birth, life, and death of the Peter and MJ relationship over the course of what is in publication like 40 or so years, all right. And it's great. And I love it. And I remember when Renew Your Vows came out and how happy everybody was to, to you know, get to read it and how happy I was to get to read it because it felt like we were finally seeing what Peter Parker would have ended up like had one more day not happened and had Marvel editorial not forced that shit on J. Michael Straczynski. All right. And that that event sucks for uh, that event. One more day sucks for a reason. That story sucks for a reason. Okay, renew your vows is still beloved to this day, for a, a very good reason. The reason why people are so fucking happy to see May uh, Mayday Parker in um, Across the Spider Verse. Can you guess why? It's because people like seeing Peter Parker accomplish and overcome, and they like seeing the results of him accomplishing and overcoming his demons. All right. Mm-hmm. And if you remember from Into the Spider-Verse, what was his what was his demon? It was his relationship with Mary Jane. Yep. He got he got over his demon. They got back together and now they've got a kid. Now they got a baby. Yeah. All right. And we're going to sit there in that theater. We're going to watch and we're going to be like, this is something to me, man. All right. That's what we're going to be like. (laughs) But meanwhile, Marvel editorial thinks that all Spider-Man fans want is to see Peter Parker have a terrible life. And that's not what we're here for. We are here to see him adapt and overcome. All right. And if Zeb Wells run on Spider-Man doesn't end with him and MJ getting back together, we know we're not going to see him adapting and overcoming. 
you know how bad the current run of Spider-Man is? Is that they're killing Miss Marvel off in um, ASM issue 26. And she has barely been in the book. Kamala Khan, one of the most popular Marvel characters right now, killing her off in not even her own book. And the cover Excuse for that me? book got leaked and none of her friends were on it. The Fantastic Four were on it. Uh, Norman Osborn, who's currently a good guy right now, is on it. MJ <laughs> is on it. Paul, of all fucking people, is on it. What the fuck? Peter okay. and, and Kamala are on it. But you know who's not on it? Kamala's best friend, Miles. Any of the members of the champions, none of them. You know, even though Kamala was a cornerstone of that book and one of the best characters in it and one of the number one reasons to buy it. Yeah, none of them are on there. None of her supporting cast was on there. Nothing. Bro. Just, just, just the Fantastic Four who have no connection to her whatsoever. Norman Osborn, who is only her employer, Paul, hi, I'm Paul. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> and then Peter and MJ and Kamala, of course. It's like, it, like, Amazing Spider-Man's a mess right now. If you're going to read something monthly, just read the Miles book. Don't read Amazing Spider-Man. I certainly haven't. Uh, and I'm not going to read it again until Zeb Wells uh, is done as writer. So uh, go fuck yourself, Marvel editorial. You guys have hated me and hated everyone who's like me for years. All right. Like... Uh, what the fuck? When that game Marvel Snap came out and they had that trailer or like that, not even that trailer, but like that video, that, that like music video where it showed like all the Marvel couples and shit, they showed Peter and MJ and I was like, yo, retweet this video to scare Marvel editorial, bro. Like, <laughs> like, bro, like what the fuck? Like, listen, I, I could go on all day about how I would love to meet everyone on the Marvel editorial team and uh, all the people who are editing Amazing Spider-Man and, 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 and love to describe how I would shove my fist somewhere in their body through some orifice, but I'm not going to do that because I'm not a mean person. <laughs> um, all I have to say is this to close out our discussion of PlayStation and Spider-Man and all of this um, naughty dog, go fuck yourself. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry guys. Yeah. Factions two is delayed because we're working on a single player game. It's last of us part three. It's not, it's not, it's not Jack and Dexter. <sighs> it's not uncharted uh... five starring uh, Nathan Drake's daughter. It's not. Uh, it's not Jack and Daxter. It's not a new Crash because Crash wasn't even owned by PlayStation anymore. It's not Uncharted. It's 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 uh, probably Last of Us Three. This time with more uh, unnecessary sex scenes. We most definitely need a uh, third Last of Us game for sure. Most definitely, and not a fucking fourth Jack and Daxter. No, who'd want that? Oh no, no, no. We don't. We don't. We definitely don't need. Who a, wants uh, Jack? A mascot. Who <laughs> wants? Who wants Jack X Combat Racing 2? Nobody wants that. <laughs> Yo, no, nobody. Nobody. Nickel's nobody like, in this call. <laughs> Do you? Li- All right, listen. I'm going to put this out right now. If Naughty Dog announces Jack 4 as their next game, I will streak for two miles. I'll record it and put it on the internet. <laughs> I will streak for two miles. N- completely naked. No covering up. Two miles. If Jack 4 is their next game, I will do it. Hold me to that. Uh, that's some extreme copium right there. Right? It is, so, but like, uh, why would I make a bet with that I was gonna <laughs> that I wouldn't win? They're not announcing Jack 4. They're never gonna make a Jack 4, bruh. 
<laughs> Two months from now, we are pleased to announce the next title, Jack 4. I will suck dick for money <laughs> if Jack 4 comes out, bro. I will sell my ass on the streets. For I will sell nickel ass on the street <laughs> if Jack 4 gets announced, bro. Oh. I, will, I will sell ass for Jack 4. <laughs> Maybe that's the I new will. title. I will sell my body for Jack Four. I will sell ass for Jack Four. That's actually yeah. That's actually so good. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. do the Honkai Star Rail one. No, we're doing. I will sell ass for Jack Four. You don't fucking believe me? Watch, watch. There's gonna be a guy, a, a viral picture of a guy standing on the fucking side of the road, ten, <laughs> five ten cent ass. All right. Maybe I'll make it free. Free butt sex. Free, free for the free for the devs and everyone else. Nah, five, free for uh, the five, general five public, bro, just to celebrate. Five cents, <laughs> five to ten cent ass for Jack Four. Why are you, hey sir? Why are you selling your asshole on the street? Oh, they announced Jack Four. They announced what? <laughs> you want to so, end the I mean, war in Ukraine? Announce Jack Four, bro. Just, uh, that's how you end it, bro. That that is how you can prevent the next uh, the next world war. Just drop drop a new Spyro, drop a new Jack, drop a new Crash. It, you it's see, over, you it's see over. a new, you see a fucking like Joe Biden about to have his finger on the nuke button, and then it's like, wait, Mister President, they just announced Sly Four. Like what? <laughs> Pretty sure it's Sly Five actually, but like they just announced a new Sly Cooper. They just announced uh, Jack and Daxter cross Sly Cooper. I'm like, what? Yo, soccer punch and yo. fucking naughty dog coming together to make the crossover game we all knew we needed in 2008. <laughs> yeah, all those years ago, all those years ago. My. Make that the last game for PS5. Make that like the Sonic Adventure 2 of PS5. All right, the last <laughs> game for the console. So hype. The last game on the console is going to be Jack Cross Sly Cooper Worlds Collide or some shit. I am giving you free money. Do you realize that? Free money. And if you guys take that shit without paying me, I won't be mad. I'm just going to kick your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll play the game. I'll, I'll buy the collector's edition. You know? <laughs> we will be there. We will be showing up. I will be, be showing up. The no, collector's how edition. will Sly and Jack cross Jack affect Mbappe's legacy? How will it? <laughs> how will it? I'm pre-ordering the collector's edition, the digital deluxe edition. I will I will be there. I, I will, will be, be there. there no matter what, bro. <laughs> no matter what. Same day that we get an infamous three announcement from Sucker Punch. I will be there Ooh. no matter what. Yo, that's the next that's the next single player game. Yo. All right, listen, Sucker Punch, after Ghost of Ikishima, you guys know what you have to do, okay? <laughs> They keep teasing it, bro. They keep they keep teasing it. They keep teasing Infamous. Right? They keep putting uh, nods to it in their game. If games, Insomniac uh, can make a new Ratchet and Clank, what's your fucking excuse? All right. No, seriously though. And man. it's and it's still a, like if Ratchet and Clank is still making games in their series and they're still putting like fucking dick jokes and fart jokes in the titles, bro. Like what? What, <laughs> yeah. your what do you think "ripped apart" it means? It means "ripped apart." All right, like that's hilarious. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank size matters. Up your arsenal, going commando. Going commando, yeah. <laughs> also, best Ratchet and Clank, debatably. I think it is. Going commando, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I, I can, I can see that. 
I think is, my personal favorite is still up your arsenal, but that you know, is super based. Good. That is super good. based, and I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> you think? I, I know think. I'm in love I, with yeah, you. Yeah, right. I you think, <laughs> super based. Babe, that, that's super based. All right, that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what Nicki Minaj made that song about. All right, if you look in the background <laughs> of the video, you'll see a, a copy of Jack 4. <laughs> 13 years in the past. Look at the fucking uh, genius interview, and it's just her breaking down her love for Jack. Of Jack and Daxter. Can we do that? Can we get, like, a famous music? Can we get, like, Taylor Swift to be like, oh, yeah, my favorite video game is uh, Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy? Dog, we need some famous. Uh, no, nah, we need someone famous from like our age group, give or take. Be like, yo, Jack and Daxter. Hey, Zendaya, what's your favorite game? Oh, my favorite game is a uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Holy baby! <laughs> and, and then uh, Sony sitting in the uh, sitting in the in the conference, going, yo, let's make a new. Uh, hey, hey, Sizzle, what's Cooper. your favorite game? Oh, my favorite game is a uh, Jack Two. What? Holy shit. <laughs> hey Meg the Stallion. What is what is your dream game? And then she's gonna say Sly Cooper cross Jack and Daxter. All right. <laughs> I can see it start, now. Gonna start talking to Ice Spice and just like, hey, you know, what's Yo, a game Ice from your memory? Spice you, talking uh, about how much she loves and misses Jack and Daxter. <laughs> what are we gonna get like a Nicktoons Unite, but it's like Spyro, Crash, Jack, and Slide? What are we gonna like get that? All the good PlayStation masks. When are we gonna get the game that I should have been playing when I was like seven years old? <laughs> the game that we deserved in like, I'm 2008. Bro. That that game like comes out, and by that time I have like like kids, and they'll be like, "Hey, Daddy, can I play?" No. <laughs> this is for me it's not for you <laughs> you weren't there you little shit <laughs> no that's not how I'd be I'd be overjoyed to share Jack and Daxter with my future children alright but like yeah, listen absolutely. PlayStation you know what to do alright go call up the Princess Diana of Brooklyn alright and ask her what her favorite PS2 mascot platformer is you're gonna she's gonna say it's Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get Ratchet and Clank cross Jack and Dexter someday. We're gonna get it. Yo, yo, yo. That would actually that that would actually be the best platformer of all time, bar none. Niggas who are like twenty six to like sixteen are like losing their mind right now. They're like, yeah, <laughs> these niggas is talking that talk. <laughs> Need you to stop spinning. My my house is flooded. Please. I can't I can't stop being based, bro. That it's, it's impossible. <laughs> Especially when it comes to like, you know, PS2 era mascot platformers, bro. You'll never catch me being not based, bro. It, it, you just don't miss. Like niggas were playing the PlayStation Jam Pack, the demo disc Jam Pack with bro. Ratchet and Clank oh, up your arsenal demo, nigga. We were in that bitch. <laughs> I had uh I forget which one it was called, but it was like um let me let me hold on first off let me look this shit up because mm. um man the one demo disc that I remember it had like this weird like blue uh like blue I guess stripe across the disc and it had there like, it is 
It had a Star Wars game. It had MTV. It had oh fuck, it was like Gauntlet or something. I don't. I forgot that game even exists, and it's like right now just popped into my head. But okay, and those demo discs. I remember were something this. Else. Here we go. I had a poster of the cover of Ratchet and Clank All for One hanging in my room when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the one where you got to play as Ratchet Clank, uh, Captain Cork, and Doctor Nefarious. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, this this shit. I had a poster of. I think I got it in like a Scholastic Book Fair. All right, and I just I just won it, and it was like, yo, I had this shit hanging in my room for years, bro. Like, you want to talk about love and dedication to like the PS2, PS3 era mascot platformer? Talk about that. All right, mm-hmm. talk about fucking the solo daxter game bro oh yeah talk about sly cooper thieves in time bro all right niggas (laughs) niggas don't understand if you're like 26 and six uh, between 26 and 16 then you'll know all right then you'll know and understand just how fucking awesome these games are and if you're listening to this show and you've never played these games I, i like we can Why? give you the full list. Like, what are you doing? First <laughs> off, but like, go play all four slide games. Go play Jack one to three. You know what I mean? Go play fucking all of the Ratchet and Clanks, specifically the first three. You know, go play Crash one to three. Go play Spyro. Like, you will uh, you will know and understand why we love these games so much. And, it's, and may- maybe it's because we were little kids when these games were being released. You know that absolutely has to do with it. Like it's no, got no, to, but like, it. but like, let's be for real. Like they're good fucking games, even to this day. Like, yeah, they like, still ra- hold like them Jack up. One, Jack pre the, the precursor legacy is still a really good collectathon um, game. Like it's still really mm-hmm. solid. And Jack Two and Three, even though they're very different from Jack One, like they're, they're still fantastic. really fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Like dog, why do you like? Why do you think Sucker Punch put it put the Sly Cooper outfit in fucking Ghost of Tsushima? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> See, they it's like they keep teasing it. They keep they keep teasing us. They keep like you know, it's like oh hey, it's a, it's a, it's a nod to the thing that you like, but. I don't know if they're just like scared to like actually commit to the idea of why. making a new entry. I saw but this video like there, last man. week. It was like an interview with like Nate Fox right before Infamous One came out. And mm. it was like um he was like reading like a fan letter he got. He posted in his office and some like little kid said, hey, you guys won't make any more money if you don't make any more Sly Cooper games. And it's like, hey, man, that little kid <laughs> was spitting. Bro. Like, Yo, like, bro. that. <laughs> that little kid was onto something in 2009, bro. Like, let's ahead of Absolutely. his time. That kid was all right. <laughs> like, be fucking for real. Like, you guys understand, like how, like a, like not even like modern graphics, but just like a PS5, 60 frames, 4K, with a with a cartoony art style mascot platformer from any one of those series. Like, how good that would be. Rip, rip uh, ripped apart, sold a bunch of fucking copies. You know. Mm. Like that's what it we was, need for the next did, PlayStation. It did really show. well, yeah. Yeah, of course it did. I mean, it was a launch title for the PS5, sure, but it's like it's Ratchet and Clank, bro. Mm-hmm. Niggas who are like in our age group, like late millennials, early Gen Z, they fucking love these games, dog. Mm-hmm. And like There's we're in that there. age where we've got disposable income. I'm willing to spend a lot of money on these games if they'd make them. <laughs> yeah, if they actually you know existed. 
Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love going to like my retro game store and seeing like a copy of like Jack two for like five bucks, but it's like knowing that that's one of the last Jackie games like ever, like hurts a little bit. Like we need another one. And this isn't coming Mm -hmm. from like, just like a bit, like this is like real shit. Like you guys don't understand just how like hard a new Jack or like a new Sly or a new fucking, um, what else? Like rat or new Spyro, new Ratchet and Clank, another new Ratchet and Clank. You know what I mean? Like, just how hard that shit would go, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure Crash 4, it's about time, did well, too. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. It's like, of course it, it sold a million did. copies in, <clears throat> sorry, it sold a million <laughs> copies in just a few weeks. Like, yeah. Like, what does like, that say? What does that say? Market is what, there. what did Sucker Punch react to that, bro? Like, what, what was their internal reaction? Like, yo, we need to make another one, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what did, did the guys over at, like, Naughty Dog be like, damn, like, we need to make another, like, do they do they still even have like the fucking Jack and Daxter posters and statues up in that office? I I I wouldn't. I hope so. I mean, I, I'm fucking sure. I'm like people who are who grew up with those games are making games now. Yeah, that's true. Like I know ukulele didn't do too terribly well, you know. But like that's that's Banjo Kazooie. That's a little out of our fucking age group, you know. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. of us were born after Banjo Tooie came out, so it's like we really we weren't there for Banjo Kazooie like that. Yeah. But like yeah, that Donkey Kong Country that. Tropical Freeze, you know, that must have sold. You know, Donkey yeah. Kong Country is like a fucking beloved 3D platformer, you know, from back in the day. Yeah. Even before our time, but uh, I don't yeah. know if you've played it. That shit's good. Sure, no, I've played I played good. the I played the original Donkey Kong Countries on like this <clears> the fucking <throat> SNES and like the fucking um Nintendo 64 and shit. Mm-hmm. Haven't played Tropical Freeze yet, but like dog, like like the 3D platformer is a dead art. We need more of them. Goddamn. I love I mascot 3D platformers, bro. It's like that picture <laughs> of SpongeBob. Just like, yeah, I fucking love 3D platformer mascot games, bro. <laughs> you just have like a a wall of them. <laughs> Do it for her. And it's just like pictures of 3D platformers, you know, from like two th- from like 1990 fucking six to like 2008. The short like twelve years, but a great twelve years. <laughs> yeah, and damn, it 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 really fucking sucks that they just kind of let it die, like let that whole genre just kind of die. Like, bro, like, what are kids these days playing now? Fortnite, like, yeah, Fortnite. You got Roblox. You got that. What's that one? Like. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell it's about. It's like a little black girl with like a sheep or something. I don't even know what it's called. That's like the thing right now, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, uh, you know, they shouldn't be playing Sly Cooper. They should be playing Jack and Daxter. They should be. be If they were were children. Yeah, if, if if they were good children, and if uh Sony actually released any any new games, but you know, you know, you know, whatever. No, can't expect Sony yeah. to make any good fucking decisions. You know, <laughs> we're, we were I mean, we were sitting here yeah. talking about how excited we were for like Metal Gear Solid, you know, and talking about like Spider Man and all the shit of the showcase. But like, bro, like Sony's gonna be an L company until they make a new fucking three D mascot platform record. <laughs> Microsoft, don't think you're off the hook either, bro. Like, okay, like, like you guys. Hey, don't think we forgot about Redfall. <laughs> oh God, I wish we did though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We, don't think we forgot about Lord of the Ring, Gollum. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> A game so bad they Lord didn't even get the Ring. name right. Did yeah. you see that? 
I did, yeah. And the and the apology.jpg. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Dog, I didn't even know that game existed. All right. And then it yeah. came out and was bad. And then I was like, oh. Like, oh, okay, that happened. <laughs> sure. I remember about I remember hearing about that game like last year, maybe late 2021. And then it got delayed and then it just like left my memory. Like I just it, I I I didn't even think about it. I wasn't excited for it then and I'm certainly not excited for it now. So I mean, it's whatever. I I'm not even like too big into Lord of the Rings. Like I I have watched the movies. Um and I enjoy them. I'm just not like that big into it. Yeah. I understand. I mean, I've I've seen all the movies, like all six of the Lord of the Rings movies with the extended editions, and I read the four books, and I read the Silmarillion. All right, so I fucking I fucking like Lord of the Rings a little bit, you could say. Oh, um, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but like <laughs> I didn't like I kind of I kind of hate Lord of the Rings video games, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like that's like a hot take, but like I didn't like Shadow of Mordor. I fucking hated it. Oh, game. right. Yeah, I forgot that's Lord of the Rings. You didn't like Shadow of Mordor? No, I thought it was fucking boring as shit. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I played it for like two hours, game. and I was like, man, this fucking is boring as fuck. The only thing I thought it was cool was the the Nemesis system, but like, I'm not going to play a fucking game. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of that, did you see the, the news about that system? The Nemesis system? What? Yeah, that Warner Bros. like straight up patented the Nemesis uh, system that they made Great. in Shadow of War and Shadow. No, that's fucking horrible. That means that no other game in existence could ever use anything in that likeness ever again. That's well, I mean, great because I'm not on. fucking playing. No. <laughs> Come on, bro. No, I thought uh, more Shadow. I tried to play Shadow of Mordor five times. Five times. Five, bro. God, five. Damn. Like, I thought that shit was boring. It's not, it's not even canon, bro. Why do I care? You know, it's it's I fun. It's fun. I, I personally thought it was fun, but... Niggas know, were like, I, I can like yo, if you miss Old Assassin's Creed, play Shadow of Mortar. I was like, okay, I miss Old Assassin's Creed. Man, this fucking sucked. That is not Assassin's Creed, bro. What the hell? I, I, speaking of Assassin's Creed, I really wish they would have showed us more of Assassin's Creed Mirage. Because oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they said it's going to be like a classic AC game, but like I can't tell from the fucking gameplay. Mm-hmm. From the like little uh, like I'm not up. playing it if it's an RPG. Like you guys can understand. Like I played Assassin's Creed Origins and I finished Assassin's Creed Origins, and I thought Assassin's Creed Origins was great. Not because of it was an RPG, but because it maintained the aesthetic of the first Assassin's Creed. It had what I told um, someone I was talking to about it. It had the Prince of Persia aesthetic. All right. It, that it makes felt, perfect sense. Right. Like, that's why it was good. It was like, it felt like a Prince of Persia game. When you're running over the rooftops and you see, like, the fucking beanbags and the hookahs and, you know, all the fucking, like, the ancient Egyptian shit. Like, you you feel like, oh, man, we're in the ancient Middle East, bro. Yeah, it felt yeah. like a Prince of Persia game. Just like the fucking first Assassin's Creed game did. All right. And so when I see Mirage and I saw that very first trailer where it, like, showed the dude in, like, the bazaar. And it showed the assassins running on the rooftops. I'm like, man, this kind of has like that Prince of Persia aesthetic. And the latest trailer True, ha- yeah. still has that same aesthetic. You know what I mean? So it's like, and they said like, hey, bro, it's like it could be like a return to form. So like, it makes me think like, oh, this is gonna be like a classic AC, which like is desperately needed because I fucking I could not even finish the first level of Odyssey, bro, because I was so hyper bored of it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Never even touched Valhalla. 
Oh, yeah. Matter of yeah, fact, I don't even so think I've funny. ever seen a YouTube video about it. Just because I was like, I'm so uninterested in that game. Matter of fact, I don't even think I've ever watched a YouTube video about Assassin's Creed Odyssey that wasn't, like, negative. Not because I wanted to have, like, a confirmation bias or something, but, like, because everybody that I know is like, man, this game is kind of mid. Mm. And, like, so no, heard, it's, yeah. it's, it's not because it's like, oh, the woman route is canon or something. Not because that, but it's just like... I if I wanted to play the Witcher, I would play the fucking Witcher, bro. Mm-hmm. Like no in you. no other series or I say very few series. Do you see the fan base split so directly down the middle? Like Assassin's Creed is when when your uh, live stream comments are full of just no more RPG and it's like a widespread issue like. You you kind of got to be like, damn, where did we get lost in the sauce? Where did we lose our identity at, bro? For me, yeah. the last, like, truly great Assassin's Creed game came out nine years ago. Nine years ago. And that's Assassin's Creed Rogue. All right. And that's, like, very upsetting. For a series that I used to pour so much, like, love and time and just so much of myself into... It's unfortunate that it fucking sucks. Yeah, in the current day, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Make it a classic AC game. Uh, Fuck, I'd even take, if it were like... If it played like Syndicate, I'd take that. And I didn't even like Syndicate very much. Uh, Remind me, Syndicate was... uh, That was one in London where you played as Jacob and Evie. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. The one where you had the base on the train, like, that was pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, the like, the like, like, I thought Syndicate was okay. Like, the, like, my favorite part of it was just everything that had to do with, um, Henry Green, a.k.a. Jayadeep Mir. Like, I thought he was cool because, um, he was like a walking reference to Arbaz Mir from Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, which is a game I really liked, but, like, you know, like, I just... I just miss what Assassin's Creed used to be. I miss the feelings that it gave me. Yeah. I miss that sense of wonder and adventure. Like the feeling that I got when I first completed um, Assassin's Creed 3. And I'd watched that like that multi-year long story end. In like the first few days of that game being released. Like that like that feeling is gone. You know, and it's been gone for a while. Yeah, since since the beginning of last generation, that was when the last actually good AC game released. That's crazy. That is crazy to think that we're now one generation forward, and it's still just sitting in this kind of like limbo of, oh, you know, Pete knew uh, it has it's found some new fans, but also the old fans exist. So you know, you have to like it's make so sure weird. That they're, yeah, it Odyssey is. made money, but most of that money was from new fans. Yep. And that's odd. Because, I mean, as much as I say that you're not op- owed or obligated to do anything, you know, you're not owed anything and you're not obligated to do anything, like, I kind of think that Assassin's, that Ubisoft kind of owes us, bro. Like, I've been supporting Assassin's Creed since, like, 2009 when AC2 came out. And and that was yeah. from 2009 on our way to 2014. I think that's when Unity came out. So that's a solid like six or so, not even six, like five years, where I was like 
buying every new AC game, you know, except for Brotherhood, you know, um, and and I was there playing them and investing hundreds of hours into them and getting a hundred percent sync on them just because I wanted to, like mm-hmm. pouring over the lore and reading the strategy guides and partaking in forum discussions and and all of that, just like nigga, I made a fucking Etsy auditory game music video, bro. Like, come on. Man. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I edited that over the course of an afternoon in class. All right. Like, yeah. It was an Imagine Dragons video. All right. Like, like come on. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Talk about dedication, bro. <laughs> like when I like when fucking um, what was it? The first project we had to do for from our TV production class, bro. The quote I used at the beginning uh, was literally um, the selfie slideshow. Like, yeah, yeah. The the for the quote that I used as like my defining quote was Ezio's like dying words, bro. Like that. Like, come on. Tell me I don't love Assassin's Creed, bro. Tell me I don't because y'all niggas <laughs> yeah. know I do. <laughs> niggas be up beginning in Adobe Premiere just to make Assassin's Creed edits that I never show anybody, bro. Hey, that that's fine. Not everything has to be shown to everyone. Some things you know. But like that, that, just, that just goes to show that like my passion for AC is still there. If they're willing to make mm-hmm. a game that I'd be willing to play, I'd be there to support it. All right. Yeah. And if AC Mirage is what I expect it to be, I will be singing its praises on this podcast. I will do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But damn, we talked for an hour about the PlayStation Showcase. Holy shit. <laughs> It was that. It was that uh, important. It was. I mean, so now, now I I really want to know, like, what what aside from all that, what did, what did you do with your week? You know. Well, you know, my week has been <coughs> it's been pretty chill. It's been like not, nothing of like seem chill. Significant importance has really happened. I mean, um, I recently. Started playing through uh, Vermintide again, just because like I missed that game. You know, having fun with it. Um, it, you, you, you know how you get, uh, you, you know how when you play a game for a while, you kind of like get into the flow of playing it, and then you bounce off it and you try to come back to it, and it's like, I, 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 I kind of remember this, and like you know, getting back into the groove of it. That's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm getting back into the groove of playing Vermintide because like, uh. Not that I was like amazing or anything, because I mean I had just started playing the game um, like a month ago, two, two months ago. Um, but you know, getting back into the groove of it, having fun. Uh, aside from that, been playing some more Final Fantasy XIV since the new patch just came out. There's some new content, um, a new you know new MSQ. That's always you know with every with every patch, there's always new story, of course, because well that's like the main thing about fourteen, the main. The main draw of 14 is the story. So, of course, there's going to be a new story on the patch. Uh, I did that. I did. <laughs> look, look. It, it, it's not that I don't pay attention to the MSQ in Final Fantasy 14. I, I do pay attention to the story. But right now, it's in a state where uh, they're, they're, they're kind of like biding their time with uh, the release of like the new expansion because... Uh, we don't really know yet. They haven't made, they haven't like made any definitive statements about it. 
But word around the block is that we're not going to get the next expansion until maybe March or sometime uh, spring next year. And that's because, well, I mean, we're getting a visual overhaul. There's going to be an entirely new uh, look to the game. Like, e everything is going to look so much nicer, which I, <laughs> it's about time. There are sometimes when I look at the piece of gear and it's like I can literally see the pixels on the fucking, on the gear. It looks so gross. It looks so nasty. So it's about time we got some new, uh, you know, some new visuals for uh, for 14. Uh, I hope that it doesn't make the game run terribly, though, because I know that um, some games, like, I remember hearing about this in Guild Wars 2, specifically. Um, when Guild Wars 2, uh, like, upgraded their graphics and implemented a new graphics engine, uh, it killed performance on PCs for a while. Like, obviously, it's fine now because it's all these years later, but, um, like, when it first released, it was tough. And I don't want the situation to happen again. Uh, with 14 it's not the same devs it's not even the same game not the same company but it's still uh something that we've seen before you know one's been twice shy kind of thing where i'm kind of excited for it but also uh okay please make sure it works uh especially in 2023 bro i do not want to see an apology.jpg i do not want to see another one we've had so many this year alone we don't need another one um Instead of uh, fourteen, you know, doing the doing the raids in fourteen, uh, since the new Savage tier is coming out on Tuesday, uh, which means that my raiding hell is uh, is is coming back to haunt me. And I, I say raiding hell, but uh, I, of course I enjoy raiding. It's uh, you know I get to spend time with uh, just some of my close friends, and you know tackling some difficult content together is always fun. So, yeah, I mean, outside of 14, outside of playing some Vermintide, um, that's been pretty much it. Oh, 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 okay, wait, uh, before, before I, like, wrap it up, uh, I did, I, I come, kind of forgot, um, I got into, like, uh, into this idol game, uh, it's, what is it even wow. called? It's called, like, Eidolon, yeah, Legends of Eidolon, no, 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 it's called what? It has like three different names on the Steam page, bro. Whatever. It's called Idle On. And Idle Dash look, On? No, it's just like one word. Idle On. Uh, okay. I've never played an just, idle just game. For the notes. So like, just for the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never played an idle game before. Um, simply because I didn't really understand them. Uh, I didn't really... Don't turn into that guy, please. No, 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 no. I'm not there yet. Like, I'm, and by I that guy, I mean Kintaro Miura. Kint <laughs> Please, dude. It's, it's, Please. You know, old memes. All right, old memes. Like, <laughs> like nigga, nigga yeah. was too busy playing Idol Master to make fucking pages. Okay, like, come on. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. No, rest in peace uh, to go. But, like, nigga, we've seen your bank statements, bro. Like, <laughs> uh... Oh man. Uh yeah though. Uh I've never played an idol game, so I didn't really know what to expect. But from what I've heard and from what I've seen, this seems to be one of the better ones. And if this is one of the better idol games, I don't think that idol games are very much for me. Uh I, I've learned that these games are also called like incremental games, which makes sense because it's 
it's meant to be done over the course of several months uh like to you know level up all your characters get all the materials get enough xp get all the gear craft all your shit because how it works in idle on is you can have up to 12 characters which is fucking insanity right 12 characters that you have to manage and um they all have their own uh specialties so to say uh, so to speak um you can pick uh from the warrior mage and hunter uh classes but they all have their own different uh, different subclasses where uh one focuses on fishing one focuses on mining one focuses on chopping trees one ca- uh, one fo- oh, damn one focuses on uh catching bugs you know stuff like that uh and it's just a lot like it is a lot to keep track of at first i was kind of hooked i was kind of engaged like i i the reason i even downloaded it in the first place is because i was playing 14 and uh the like the queues were kind of like bad for some reason i wasn't able to get in i don't know if it was because of the queues or just um something on my end i was having issues where my 14 was crashing so maybe it was me but regardless, I was having issues while I was playing 14 and I wanted to do something on the side while I, you know, in the times between I could actually play the game. Uh, and I, you know, I, I checked it out. I checked out the idle page on Steam and it's like, oh, idle on MMO. Okay, sure. Let me, let me see what it's about. So I downloaded it and I made my, you know, made my characters, um, learned how the game works and it's like I said, it's just a lot. Having a character to do like everything in the game uh, is not something that I'm exactly a fan of. I would much rather have a game like I, it, this goes for like anything really, uh, in, like any game that I play. I would rather have the ability to uh, do everything on one character. Uh, like whether it's like I, I, w- I would rather have the ability to do 30 activities on one character than to have one character split to do those 30 activities because it's a lot of uh, micromanagement basically like making sure that all the timers are correct making sure that um, none of your characters uh, like fall behind because uh, you forgot to actually set them to be AFK and now they're just kind of standing there not doing anything, which I didn't realize that at first. I was just kind of leaving my... Oh, sorry, just hiccup. I was leaving my characters just to do whatever and then I realized like, oh, I need to actually put them to do something in order to, you know, actually gain wards from, you know, uh, crafting or from mining or whatever. Um, and it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I know that that's the point. I know that that's the goal. I know that's exactly how it's supposed to be, but it's just a lot. Um, and you know, looking at games like RuneScape, for example, I <laughs> I don't know about you. I haven't played RuneScape in literal. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking bringing it back to RuneScape. Um. Looking at games like Runes, specifically the old school Runescape. I don't know too much about like the new Runescape, but I think it's called like Runescape Three. I don't know what the fuck happened to Runescape Two, but I'm not into Runescape, so I don't know the the reasoning behind that. Yeah, you old are a normal Runescape, person. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't sitting in my 
I was just sitting at my parents' uh, laptop or computer all day getting scammed by uh, by a, a super cute girl named Anna that wanted all my gear on RuneScape or some shit. I don't know. It's oddly I've only specific. heard the stories. I've only heard the stories, bro. Like, I, I, I hear so many people's, like, first... Uh, First um, scam was from RuneScape, and I find that kind of funny. But thank God, uh, <laughs> I only got scammed through an Instagram ad, and that was once three fucking years ago. <laughs> three years ago, damn. Yeah, damn. I still remember it like it was fucking yesterday. Okay, damn. I That's just nice. wanted to buy a Goku phone case. Damn, and they got you. Hey, I still know the fucking page up. too. Okay, I could out them right here, but I won't. Not gonna air you not, bro. You're not gonna air out the people that fucking scammed you. All right, no. you know what? You're stronger than I am. Yeah, I'll tell you that. <laughs> not right now. Not until the news story comes out that they're a scam page. Not until have. Not until it comes out. Fair enough. Fair then, enough. then I'll let uh, the let the world know. All <laughs> right, cookies. Oh, hi, cookie. Cookie. Yeah, she came. Nice. I had to take a, a a short little break, and she came back. She was in the room, so I'm I'm, I'm petting her right now. Very cute. Uh, there, there was, the reason I was bringing up RuneScape, though, is because, like, in that game, you have, uh, you know, one character that you can do all your professions on. You have, like, uh, well, basically everything that I already described, you know, chopping down trees, mining, cooking, yeah. like, smithing, all that shit. Um, and you have, like, uh, capes and shit that you can earn and, uh, you know, rewards for maxing out those skill trees. and. That sounds uh, more interesting and more appealing to me than having a bunch of just different classes or a bunch of different characters that can all do different things. I'd rather just be able to do everything on one character, which is maybe why I like Final Fantasy XIV so much. Just the fact that I don't have to make uh, or go through the slog of making new characters just to different experience, uh, just to experience different kinds of content. Right, and you uh, may not even like it. It'll be a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's really like, uh, the one thing that's kind of got me uh, on it right now. Uh, you know, I'm still checking out, I'm still checking it out because I mean, I'm not losing anything. I literally just like, I, I just log into it like once a day to see what my characters are doing, make sure that I got all my level ups and just like, forget about it. And then log in, you know, the next day. And I, I like I feel like that's how they're supposed to be played. I feel like that's how the idol games are supposed to be played. But then I look at this game and I see that there are like uh, everything in this game is horizontal progression. Like you have cards that you can activate which give you passive bonuses. You have stamps that are basically do the same thing. You have statues that you can find around the world uh, or from just, you know, uh, monsters that you can give into an NPC, which will also give you passive bonuses. There's, um, like, runes or... Uh, the simplest, like... Yeah, they're, they're, they're just runes that you can add onto your gear that will make it stronger, which, again, is just more horizontal progression. Like, there is nothing in this game... That is like um, like a gear treadmill kind of thing. Everything is just like purely, purely uh, optional. Um, and on one hand, I like that. I like that you're not forced to go out of your way and like, you know, grind these mobs for a specific drop that you might not ever see 
even with like the AFK candies that you can buy from the shop to, you know, pass time and have all the rewards come instantly. Um, like, I, I appreciate that. But also because of that fact, it's just a lot. And maybe in like a month from now, I'll be like the fucking, I don't know, top 10 on the server or whatever. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. But you know biggest, what I mean? Maybe biggest anime girl in the land. <laughs> so like who knows um yeah, I, I don't I mean, actually but you know what I mean I thought you got it I thought you got I'm it a from... I'm a man <laughs> I'm a he I'm into that I'm into that mentally ill stuff, Ill stuff. <laughs> and it's just a fucking anime girl <laughs> bro we need to talk about uh, really off topic but we need to talk about how fucking how uh like the whole concept of like femboys and uh traps oh. and like all that shit has like completely ruined the psyche of millions of people on the internet but oh that's i wouldn't say ruined <laughs> <laughs> i started coughing and my cat jumped out of my lap no is literally suffering from success right now. It's suffering from femme-bussy. Need right. that femme-bussy. Oh, no. There goes another face. 30 points off my credit score. Your <laughs> landlord just texted me. Rent went up like $400. <laughs> For what? Femme-bussy on my face? God damn it. <laughs> my bad. Won't happen again. Won't happen again. <clears throat> it most certainly won't. Uh. <laughs> my apologies it will most certainly happen again um yeah uh that's really everything i have to say on the idol game though just like it's a lot it's but it's fun like it's you know check it in check it on it once a day and then forget about it and then you know, just move on um it's not exactly what i thought it would be because right now um i don't know like I don't even know how to describe it, but it's right now I'm like, I'm content with, you know, with the games that I play. Um, but in those, in those moments where there's like, where I'm feeling a little bit of a dry spell and I don't really know what I want to play. Like uh, I'm sitting there like looking at my steam library and I'm thinking to myself, I really don't want to get into like a, into a deep uh, story narrative right now, or I don't really want to play a shooter right now or I don't really uh, feel like dealing with like uh, all my dailies on 14 or whatever. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, like in those moments where I have like a little bit of a, a dry spell and I don't really know what to play. Um, I was kind of hoping that this game would fill that time or fill that little space, but I guess not. I guess I will continue to look. Maybe I'll go back and play Helldivers, which uh, I completely forgot to bring up during the PlayStation Showcase oh, yeah. segment, but Helldivers 2 looks absolutely insane, and I can't wait for it. Considering that the first game was like a top-down twin-stick shooter, the fact that this one is going to be a third-person um, a third-person shooter it shows so much promise. Like It shows that they're confident in their work. Like I love when games um, kind of like expand on what is already there like how in risk of rain one uh it was just like a uh side scroller platformer with roguelike elements and then then 
Risk of Rain 2 is a full-on uh, third-person shooter with character abilities and, like, all that shit. Like, I love when games do that because it shows that they're confident and it shows that they actually have something good there. Like, um, I, I love when games do that. It's fantastic. So the fact that Helldivers 2 is, uh, number one, a thing, and number two, uh, has a pretty noticeable increase in production value that's a dub that's an absolute dub and i can't wait to see it uh when it releases i'll definitely be keeping my eyes on that but um yeah that's that's basically been my week that has been all that i've been up to so if you want to know what i'm uh you know what i'm doing on a daily basis want to maybe see uh how my raid progression is for this next year because oh boy this this next year looks like it's gonna be fun uh you can follow me over on twitter.com slash Kaza Nerdy. That is twitter.com slash K-A-Z-A-N-E-R-D-I. But that's been enough about my week and enough about me. I gotta know what's been up with you, Adam. I, I wanna know what you've been up to. You know, I wanna hear I, I want I, you know something that that uh we missed the last few episodes, the wrestling segments. Like I've been Yeah, I've been oh we're gonna talk about wrestling gonna, that, when I'm done because so, we got the preview for double or nothing that happens on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, shit. What you? What, what's the news? What you been up to? Hit All right, nigga. So this week I finished Gears Five. Okay, and here's the really weird thing. So last week I wasn't too terribly positive on Gears Four and a little bit of Gears Five that I played. All right, I wasn't right, right. really enthused, especially by number four and the early sections of number five. Um, but it took until Act Three of Gears Five when all of the sort of new Delta squad is together and making jokes and having fun that I really was like, okay, maybe this game isn't that bad. All right, listen, um, sorry for the sniffles. Again, I'm sick. Um, I'm not going to sit here. Okay. And, and pretend like my hatred of D of, of gears of war five isn't partially because of my absolute distaste of Kate Diaz. Okay. And, and, <laughs> The, that name might sound, oh, is that, is she Latin? No. Kate Diaz, okay, in writing, in everything except for design, in every aspect except for design, is an aggressively white woman, all right? Like, no offense to Laura Bailey, all right? And I really mean that because she's played some characters that I do like uh, a lot and some that I only like begrudgingly. <clears throat> um, but... But Kate is just an aggressively white woman, and I mean in the Karen kind of way. All right, in the way that the the lore of the franchise is kind of bending around her, essentially. What the fuck? So okay. I was I was kind of briefly confused by this, okay? Because if you've never played Gears of War, there's like a lot of like real. It has it has really interesting lore, like a really interesting lore. Like you know, some people are really into the Halo lore. All right, I'm really into the Gears lore, okay? And and in Gears of War 2, there's this one section where Marcus and Dom go through this place called the New Hope Research Facility, okay? And while they're there, they're sort of being, like, talked to and harassed by, like, um the AI, uh, the AI construct of the facility's former director, Niles Sampson. So if you remember, like, Arnim Zola from, like, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, kind of like that, um, except this sure, game yeah. came out first. So... As it turns out, inside of the New Hope Research Facility, 
Um, that facility was originally constructed in order to research and document the effects of rust lung, right, which is brought on by prolonged exposure to emulsion and the light mass process. Now, in the lore of Gears of War, emulsion is like this kind of like really sick ass power source that was so fucking awesome and cool that the war that the entire world started like a world war over it called the Pendulum Wars, uh, which, you know, wars for resources being commented on in 2006. Hi, huh, I wonder what that could be a reference to <clears throat> Iraq. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but this game came out in 2008, so it's still fresh, still counts. Um, but essentially, this the, the New Hope Research Facility was created to 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 like sort of research and document the effects of rustling. Okay, on um, the miners who were working in and around the emulsion and around the light mass process that's used to turn it into power, kind of deal. Um, and at that facility. Uh, essentially, these these beings were created called the sires. All right, and they were sort of like the the prototype locusts. But there was a, a a little girl who her her father was a miner, and it turns out she was immune to the effects of emulsion. So they took her DNA and they crossbred it with the sires in order to create the locust. And that little girl would end up growing to become Queen Mira, the the, the leader of the locust. Um, and so. You know, eventually the new the New Hope Research Facility was destroyed. You know, along with the rest of Sarah. You know, after the Pendulum Wars, the Cog covered up. You know, the new New Hope Facility because, like, I mean, they were committing horrifying crimes against humanity there. Um, which like makes sense. A government covering up, you know, crimes against humanity. Who would Who would have thunk it? You know, in two thousand and eight, <laughs> who would have ever had that idea? You know. Um, I wonder who who, uh, who you're taking a shot at. Anyway, right, right. I mean, it's not me. I didn't write the fucking lore, nigga. That's Epic Games, bro. That's Cliff Bulzinski. All right, listen. Um, Cliffy B. Yo, Cliffy B. Actually, based Cliffy B. He's a really good Twitter follow. Um, even if he still wants Lawbreakers to be a thing in 2023, it's never gonna be a thing. Cliffy B. Listen, bro. <laughs> you were working on Gears of War. You were working on a real tournament, bro. You're already a legend. You don't gotta make Lawbreakers a thing. It's not gonna Still take off, bro. For lawbreakers in 2023, bro. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. <laughs> um. Anyway, besides that, so you know, Gears of War one to three happened. You know, one of the sickest trilogies of games since like Halo one to three. Okay, sick, incredible, genre defining third person shooters. Why do you think every game in the mid 2000s, early 2010s was like a waist high wall shooter? Okay, it's because Gears of War did it and did it great. All right. Gears of War is fucking awesome. All right. They have guns with chainsaws on them. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you needed to say. Dog, whenever you 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 when you see like Marcus Roadie run into some cover, you know, throw a frag grenade, shoot some locusts, then hit a nigga with a chainsaw execution. That's all you need to know about Gears of War, okay? Very smart series, also very great gameplay, though. Um Besides the point, so to Gears 5, okay? So Gears of War 4 kind of laid the foundation of, like, Kate having this mysterious connection to the Locust, you know? And Gears 5, you know, Kate starts having these sort of, like, visions, you know, where she's, like, controlling the Locust, or not the Locust, the Swarm, which are, like, the new Locusts, I guess, the Locust, but less interesting. Um, And Marcus is like, listen, if you want to learn more about the Locust, go to New Hope. All right. And so Kate does. And she's there for all of five minutes before she fucking blows it up. Um, but then after that, she goes to the div, the other research facility at Mount Kadar, the one where the locusts were actually born, not the one from Gears of War 2 that they literally explained and had that section in there just to explain the origin of the locusts. No, that wasn't the real 
Locust Origin facility. This is the real one, you know. So Kate and Dell, uh, who is a new character from Gears of War 4, they go into the facility and, it, and they repeat everything I just told you. Okay, they were researching at that at the facility at Mount Kadar. They're researching and documenting the effects of rust lung. There was a little girl who was immune to the effects of the emulsion. Crossbred her DNA with the with the um with the sires in order to make you know uh, the locust right. And already, if you know anything about the lore of Gears of War, that that uh, sort of story, given all the way back in Gears of War two, kind of makes very little sense if you consider the fact that the Lambent exists who are literally locusts and humans that are fucking uh, taken over by the effects of the emulsion, you know, which, I mean, if the locusts were crossbred with somebody who's immune to those effects, they shouldn't even exist. But that's besides the point. That's a plot all that's existed since like 2008 <laughs> or something, you know, so like whatever. Yeah. But yeah. then, okay, Gears of War 3 explained that the whole reason that the locust war started, okay, was sort of nearing the end of the Pendulum Wars, right? Um, this guy, Adam Phoenix, Marcus Phoenix's dad, you know, him and his wife, Elaine. Uh, Elaine Phoenix discovered the existence of the Locust underground and they killed her. And Adam Phoenix uh, was like, listen, Locust people, uh, Queen Mira specifically, I will develop a cure, okay? Because the Locusts were like, listen, motherfucker, we want to live down here and live in peace, okay? Fuck all the humans up there, but like we we're just trying to live down here, bro. You know, but we're kind of getting fucked over by the lambent. You know, the emulsion is affecting our people. You know what I mean? Can you cure it? And Adam Phoenix was like, sure, I can do that. I just need to research, you know, how to kill uh lambency without killing the locusts. Okay. And this is during the final few sort of like weeks, final few months, final few years of the Pendulum Wars, right? But then this mission called Operation Leveler happens, okay? And this is – this um, reference all the way back in Gears of War 1. It was this thing called the Battle of Asfo Fields, right, where the COG stormed this UIR facility, the, U the Union of Independent Republics. That was their enemy faction, right? And they stole plans for this super weapon called the Hammer of Dawn, all right? If, you, if you've even heard of Gears of War, you've heard of the Hammer of Dawn, all right? Yeah. That giant orbital laser, okay? So the COG steal the Hammer of Dawn, you know, and I, I could go into details about the battle, about how, like, Dom Santiago's brother Carlos died there and, and whatnot, but, like, long story short, the COG steal the, pla the plans for the Hammer of Dawn, and, and Adam Phoenix ends up being the one who reverse engineers and creates the Hammer of Dawn, all right? But what does that mean? It means that he's not able to work on his cure for the lambency, okay? And judging by the fact that it takes him like 17 years to, you know, even deploy the lambency cure and it also kills all the locusts uh, too, means that he was never going to finish it. So like E-Day was kind of inevitable. Um, but in Gears of War 5, right? Like I just said, in Gears 3, they said, hey, the locusts came to the surface because they couldn't stave off the lambent anymore because Adam Phoenix was too busy um, creating the Hammer of Dawn in order to help them out, okay? And so in Gears 5, they literally said, for some fucking reason, I don't know whether or not they meant, like, um, the facility that the at Mount Kadar was destroyed because of it, or the whole, like, Locust War was started because of it, but they have this, like, weird explanation where they said, like, oh, Mira's entire revolution started because her daughter got kidnapped? And, like, her daughter is named Reyna, a.k.a. Reyna Torres, a.k.a. Kate's mom, um, which, like, I guess, thanks for retconning fucking the Locust motivations, it makes less sense than it did before, right? Because before, 
it kind of made little sense because why the fuck are the locusts being infected by lambency if, you know, they're supposed to be immune to emotion because they all share DNA with Queen Mira, okay? But, like, I can I can live with that, all right? But saying it's all because Queen Mira got, her daughter got fucking kidnapped is wild considering that, like, Reyna and Mira, like, never met after that, bro. Like, she started a war with humanity over a daughter that she never went to go find out about? Like, I don't know. They never made it clear whether or not she was talking about just the fact that the base itself was destroyed because of it or whether or not she started the entire human locust war because of it. And if I'm just bugging, it was just the way that I processed it as opposed to the way that uh, they wrote it, then by all means, shame on me for being a fucking idiot. But (laughs) I just don't like how the fact that the lore is kind of bending to be around Kate's family when it never was in the first place, you know, because she wasn't fucking created until Gears of War 4. Okay. Um... But that major complaint aside, um, the game is really fun to play. Uh, And like I said, in Act 3, when all of New Delta Squad gets to be together, it's a really good game and it's like really decent, you know. But I just really, really do not like Kate and her character and the effect that she's kind of having on the lore. Let me put this into perspective for you, okay? Like, I don't mind sort of like women characters at all. Okay, but what I do mind is aggressively white women. Okay, like Karens. All right. Let me let me like like Kate gets special treatment. It's kind of crazy. Let me let me put this into perspective for you. Okay, the first Gears of War game opens with Marcus Phoenix getting busted out of prison. Okay, and the reason why Marcus Phoenix was in prison, this is literally explained in the fucking first Gears of War game. So it's not really a spoiler. Okay, but like Marcus was in prison because. Uh, about four years before the game started and 10 years after E-Day, Marcus abandoned his post to go save his dad's life. Okay. And because Marcus was such an important part of that battle, not only did he disobey orders, but he wasn't able to save his dad's life. And his dad survived anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but he also got a bunch of his own men killed. And so he got court-martialed for abandoning his post. And he got sentenced to 40 years in prison. Now, he only ended up serving four of those 40 years because uh, the cog were so desperate for soldiers that they pardoned all the prisoners in the prison. Um, and that's literally how the first Gears of War game starts. So so keep that in mind. When you disobey orders, you get court-martialed and sentenced. Okay? <laughs> Gears of War 4, okay, at the end of, like, at the start of Chapter 2, all right, Kate... who disobeys her commanding officer to go off on her own and is joined by Dell who disobeys his commanding officers to go and do that. And what happens? Uh, nothing. Oh, wow. Oh, nothing. That's, that's fucked. It's like, listen, I don't mind women characters. Okay. But I just aggressively white women. Okay. Who fucking bend the rules of the universe to be Karens, bro? Like, that shit annoys the fuck out of me, okay? I'm sorry. I just, I just, I couldn't do it, all right? It's a fine (laughs) game when I can think about how much I like everybody else, okay? When I can sit there and I can talk about, you know, characters like JD or Foz or Dell or something, I'm thinking, like, man, this game's great, you know? But, like, when it's just Kate, I'm like, man, this game fucking sucks. All right. Like, man, like, like, again, aggressive white women. They're the problem. Okay. 
I'm saying this as a black guy. All right, as a black and Puerto Rican guy, like it's 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 the white women you got to watch out for, bro. All right, we, if 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 it's snowing, I ain't going. All right, listen. <laughs> if it's snowing, I ain't going. No, if it's snow, no, if it's snowing, I ain't going, bro. Her name may be Kate Diaz. Her mom's name may may be Reina Torres, but she's not Latin, bro. If she was Latin, she'd be played by a Latin woman, but she's not, bro. She is, in every sense of the word, the stereotypical complainer white woman. All she needs is like the Vicky Guerrero haircut. Oh, please. Oh, please. That's all she uh, needs. And then it's like, oh, that's just a Karen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But like, I mean, you know, Gears 5 suffers from the same issue that like Boruto does, where you don't need to keep telling these people's story, bro. You really don't. Like, as much as I love seeing guys like Marcus and Baird and Cole, you know, back, like, they haven't really benefited from coming back at all. Mm-hmm. Like, Cole Train, one of the best characters in the original games, has a daughter, and she's just nowhere to be found in the story for Gears of War 5. Bruh. I thought you guys were trying to, like, champion women and shit. Where's the black woman at, bruh? Nowhere to be fucking found. Shit, I would have preferred to see uh, Cole's daughter in this fucking game. One of the only female characters that you guys introduce fucking gets killed. Oh, come on. And it's like, I understand because she's a red shirt and she's part of a family of red shirts. But like, literally, yes. Why? Um, (laughs) No, her name is spelled K-A-I-T. Like the the aggressive. Yeah. The aggressively (laughs) different version for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> making sure I don't fit in. Making sure she's not like the other girls. But like, <laughs> I can I can understand you know that one character. I'm not gonna say who, but like I can understand that one female character dying because her family are literally red shirts, and it's like a meme in the fandom that everybody in her family dies. You know, mm-hmm. um, nigg- real niggas know who I'm talking about. Like Rip Benjamin, though. Like on God, um, God damn, I'm about to start getting emotional. Thinking about them. <laughs> that little motherfucker was only in the cog for a day and he showed more goddamn heart and spirit than Katie has ever fucking did. Damn. God. Anyways, listen. Remember, guys. Uh, take cover. Keep your fucking head down. All right. And uh, play Gears of War 6 when it comes out. Hopefully, uh, they end this trilogy off on a strong note. Because, I, again, I, I didn't hate Gears of War 5 by the time it ended. I didn't hate it. Um, but it, it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. If they would have just told an original story instead of trying to force their OCs do not steal into the fucking <laughs> current story, bro. You could have told a story about anything else. We'll bring back the Locusts. They're just less cool this time. We'll bring back all the old characters, but they will do nothing of importance except for one who will actively contribute to the deconstruction of of another character's entire being. Another character who I might add, everybody seems to hate. So I guess I'll go fuck myself. But one one day, Joe, me and you are going to play through all of the Gears games and you're going to know what I mean. One day we'll do it. One day we'll have finished all of them.
I know this in my heart. I can see it in the future. I will have finally understood. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like Gears of War is like Gears of War. You could play it single player, but it's absolutely a, co- a two player co-op shooter. Like every like all of the like emotional moments in Gears of War hit so much different when you play through it on like hard or ultra hard with a friend. Mm-hmm. They hit so much harder that way. Like, damn. Man, I gotta go yeah, back and the- play Gears of War, bro. I'm not gonna do that anytime <laughs> soon. Not until after I'm done with Halo. Uh, you know, but mm-hmm. goddamn Gears of War, so lit. Which I mean, shit, hey, we'll be playing through, you know. Hey. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I played a bunch more of the Street Fighter 6 beta, like after uh, we recorded last week's episode with Sed. Shout out to Sed. Um, I went to bed and I went to I grabbed my cousin and we, the whole weekend, all Saturday and all Sunday, we just played Street Fighter Six. And man, I need that game. It's coming out in like a week, but like I need it. All right, I <laughs> am in love with Street Fighter Six. In love, and I, I I don't really say that all that much. That I'm in love. All right. In I good. Good. Just several Good. hours of battle hub matches, bro. I got like an 80% win loss, bro. I'm straight. I'm chilling. All right. I can't Damn, wait to man. hop on Street Fighter 6 as Zangief and bully people. All right. I can't wait to <laughs> hop in as Ryu and just with with nothing but fundamentals, with low forward and standing forward and fireballs. Just end people's careers. I'm so I'm ready for it. Okay. Drive and pack me all you want, pussies. I'm just going to counter it, okay? Y'all y'all ain't ready for me. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I've been playing some more Ninja Gaiden Sigma because uh, I never finished that. Um, I'm doing it partially as research uh, for something I'm working on. Okay. For something I'm working on um, that involves ninjas and I want to play some ninja video games. Once I finish Ninja Gaiden Sigma and Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, I'm going to be playing Shinobi for the PS2. Shinobi. If you look up Shinobi, you're going to be like, this game looks like something that Adam would absolutely like jizz in his pants over. Shinobi. PS2. Let's see here. Go ahead. Um, I've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The statement you made. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, yes, I have. This is a guy with like the really long scarf. Yeah, the yeah, red yeah. Scarf. I have seen yes. this. Yeah, I have seen this. And, and, and like it looks super cool. It's super stylistic. Yeah, I do remember this. I do remember this. Because like I saw pictures of the box art and I didn't know, but seeing the game, yeah, I've totally seen this before. And, sure, and you know sure. who made it, right? You see on the box. Yeah, Sega. But like this, this like like come on, modern Sega. Japan ninjas, like come on, right up my fucking alley. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's on the PS2. Sure. Oh yeah. It's literally made for you, bro. Literally, in every <laughs> fucking way, made for me, bro. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, though, uh, that's kind of it that I've been doing my week. Um, like I said, I, I'm I'm playing all these, like like all that playing Ninja Gaiden right now, just as like research for this project that I'm working on that I think I'll talk more about it next week. Um, especially if I haven't really done much with my week, then I'll absolutely go into detail about it, but it's something that I'm very passionate about something that I've been working on since I was in my uh, junior or high school, actually. Oh, damn. It's been in the making for a while then, right? I might as well talk about it. So it's like, 
Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't gonna ask, but uh, no, you know, so, I didn't know if he wanted to. No, I, okay, I, I mean, we, we've got time. You know, it's it's our fucking podcast. We're almost at two hours, and we still got a lot more to talk about. But like, um, when I was in my sophomore year of high school, you know, you know this because I showed it to you, and because you almost made another one with me. But I made a for my final uh project for my my uh, video production class, I made like a martial arts short, you know, mm-hmm. um really shitty little like seven and a half minute short packed with references to street fighter you know um and i was writing the sequel you know and i was gonna make it in my junior high school and i didn't but in like january so it's like january like 2018 i was like thinking of stuff to add to the sequel and i wanted to add like a bigger villain so like i was like okay the main villain and the twist villain of the original, they're cool, but I want them to work under somebody who is like an even bigger villain. And so I started writing this backstory that was set in ancient Japan. And the more I wrote it, the more I became enamored with the backstory and less about the source material to the point mm-hmm. where I kind of just detached it from the source material and started making it its own thing. And mm-hmm. I, I just been kind of gradually adding pieces to it over the years, but it's it's been like in the past like month that I've been like making like a bunch of serious changes about my life and about like, you know, my health and what I want to do with my future. And I decided that I really wanted to make this like thing. Right. So if you are at home, okay. And you're listening and you're like, man, this guy, what is this guy I'm talking about? Okay. I, I will give you a sort of a list of, of stuff that you can like, like go out and look at, you know, and go out and touch and watch and listen to and play to give you an idea of what I'm working on. Okay. So you're going to go on currently they're on max. Okay. You're going to go and watch all three movies of the samurai trilogy. Okay. So you're going to watch uh, Musashi Miyamoto, Duel at Ichijoji Temple and Duel at Ganryu Island. Okay. Then still on max, you're going to go watch Yojimbo and Rashomon. All right. Then on fucking Hulu, you're going to watch all of Samurai Champloo and Afro Samurai. And you're going to listen to the soundtracks for those. (laughs) Then you're going to go on your Xbox Series X or S and you're going to play Ninja Gaiden Black for the original Xbox and Ninja Gaiden 2 for the Xbox 360. Okay, the original version of Ninja Gaiden 2 and the black version of Ninja Gaiden. Okay, specifically. Uh, then what you're going to go do is you're going to watch all of Samurai Jack, especially season five. Okay. Then you're going to go play Shinobi for the PS2, and then you'll have a good idea of, of everything that's influencing. Oh, and you're also going to go watch all of the Lone Wolf and Cub movies and maybe read the manga. And also you're going to read Vagabond because Vagabond is based. And then you're going to have a good idea of what I'm working on. If you've never read Vagabond, mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> for real. Yeah, it's one of the greatest sign-in <laughs> manga of all time. Like, mm. like, like, it's up there with like Berserk Dog as like one of the greatest sign sign-in manga like ever. Uh, yeah, absolutely, no lies, no lies told here on this podcast. No, none. Like, super based. Only, only the most hyper fucking ascended individuals have read Vagabond. <laughs> and you're at the precipice, listeners, of becoming like us, a hyper ascended individual. Okay. <laughs> and like if you do all of those things if you watch read and 
listen to all of that, then you'll be right at the point where like you'll know all of my artistic influences and you'll be like ready for it. Okay. And then once it gets made as either like a manga or an anime series or like a series of, of, of animated vignettes in like a motion comic style, then you'll know, then you'll, then you'll know that I've made it. All right. But until then I'm keeping the details under wraps. It's a very heartbreaking story about two brothers. All right. And that's all I'm going to say because themes of loss and themes of brotherhood are very common in things that I write. So, Mm -hmm. but if you want to know more about anything else I've been doing this week, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at YVNG. D-E-N-D-E, Young Dende, that is Y-V-N-G, D-E-N-D-E, Young Dende. Holy shit, I breathe so fucking hard during that D-E-N-D-E part. The <laughs> wheeze was super real. Like, I felt my lungs, like, just fucking suffering during that. Sorry, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't even notice. No, but, I mean, you couldn't notice because it's like, it, I, the mic's not going to pick it up because of the pop filter, because of the denoiser, but, like, I felt mm. it, though. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So before we get into any news stories, I want to talk about uh, Fortnite real quick because for some reason they removed trios. Wait, really? Yeah, they removed it just so they could add in ranked. What? Yeah, no trios in Fortnite. That's so stupid. Why don't they just remove like the old... What was the old ranked mode? It was like a... I wasn't playing Fortnite when there was old ranked. I just know that there's there's ranked in there right now for like classic and zero build. I'm not going to be playing that, of course. But like trios is the the number one Fortnite mode that I play, bro. Zero build trios. fucked up. Because I like on any given night, I have like at most like two definite people to play with. So it's like... Finding a fourth is always a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, Epic. Um, can you guys stop being fucking stupid and just put trios back in the fucking game ranked or not? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has liked this decision. Like, absolutely zero people have been like, this is actually a good decision. Like, I'm so serious. Nobody has liked it. Yeah. I mean, who... You don't. You don't have to be playing trios to realize that's a really bad idea. It's a really stupid move. Most of the people that I see complaining are like me, where they're like, "Hey, I only play trios, or like ninety percent of my game and time is trios, bro." Mm-hmm. So I don't want to play squads with autofill. I don't want to play against <laughs> squads with no autofill, and then I got to work harder, you know, than I would if they would just they put the fucking kill. mode in the goddamn fucking game, like it's fucking supposed to. Mm-hmm. God damn it. So <laughs> that's that's the only news story I got that's not wrestling related. So I mean we could sit you. here and talk about fucking Elon Musk endorsing Ron DeSantis, but like I don't think we really do. Uh, I mean yeah. all all I have to say is exactly what I said on Twitter. I'm praying that the Republican Party is so split between DeSantis and Trump that they hate each other forever and can never win another election. So Yeah. Yeah. Praying on the downfall of the Republican Party right now. As we speak. <laughs> Been praying on their downfall, right? I'm praying. I'm praying that Ron DeSantis loses the nomination to Trump, and uh, everyone hates Trump for making for costing DeSantis the election. The same way people hate Hillary for costing Bernie the election. You know what I mean? Mm, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, other than that, what what do you got? I mean, I think I, I think I really discussed everything that uh, that came up during this week that has personally interested me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
especially especially during that uh PlayStation showcase segment. Yeah. Um that that was that was something like that, that really got to me like that whole marathon situation. Hold on, you're That's lagging a... now, buddy. Oh you're no, back. don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. No, no, no. I just heard you lag for a bit there. Okay, wait. So we're two I'm hours deep, bro. We gotta just round this out. We're almost done. Yeah, for real, dude. Like, if I were to lag out now, come on. Discord, don't start this shit now. I hate Discord, bro. Like, why is it that they can just like do whatever the fuck they want with their platform and then just like you know, just like, okay, well, you know. And yes, this is in reference to the name changes because who the fuck decided that? discord needs to be like every other social media and add a handle to your name i don't know about you i don't like i already have p i guess it's because of like my tag uh i i don't know if it's like a uh close to like a common name or people are just fucking with me at this point but i already get um, just a lot of random friend requests from people that I've never talked to, people that I don't, I don't have mutual friends or servers with. And adding, like, the handle feature is just going to make that worse. Not only for me. Like, uh, I already get so many fucking random-ass friend requests. Imagine, like, the actually, like, high-profile people, you know, uh, you know, content creators or just, like, otherwise famous people that are on Discord. The whole thing about Discord, uh, as it stands right now, is like you know you got the you got the number discriminators, so you can just you know pick your handle and well, you know it and all your friends know it, but you know, uh, fucking Timmy that just watched my YouTube video is not gonna be able to find me on Discord and like not that I you know I'm fucking famous or anything, but in in the you know in the context of someone who is is just going to make that situation even worse for them and like i don't like i i I don't experience that so like that doesn't bother me personally but i just don't like the idea of having a handle instead of like the discord number uh discriminators instead i don't know it's just like like it's been like this for so long i they're reinventing the wheel for no reason there's just there, there's there's no rhyme or reason to them doing this and it's just you know it's it, 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 i'm sure that it will genuinely be fine it'll just take some time to get used to it but i just i don't really like the idea i mean discord was already unique in its own ways but now it's not and like i just uh it's uh, i don't i don't really like the idea especially how they're doing it like they're not just doing like a a global release of the of the program it's gonna be like uh partners and creators first and then they're gonna start rolling it out to to like everyone else depending on when you created your discord account i think is what they said and that's definitely not gonna create a black market for uh for Discord usernames, guys. I promise. You just have to believe me. Um Yeah, that's 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 it. That's that's all I got to say on that. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that, but I definitely right. do. I, I wasn't paying attention to all that, not gonna lie. Yeah, but uh that, that that's pretty much it. That's that's all I got. Yeah, that's that's what I got. All right. What you got? What you got? What you got? Hit me with it. Hit me. With it. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. All right. So we've got the the full card for double or nothing. It happens on Sunday. 
May 28th, a.k.a. tomorrow, because right now it's technically 1.46 a.m. on uh, the 27th as of Chicago time, okay? So, I'm going to run through this card like I do with all the AEW shows, and I'm going to fucking give my predictions, all right, and all this stuff, all right? So, first things first, right? We got the pre-show match. Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardy Boys and Hook. All right, now listen. I'm not going to lie. I've been a real big fan of the current Hardy Boys versus the Firm story back when it was on AEW Dark up to where it was with the final deletion a couple weeks ago. If you haven't watched the final deletion, you should absolutely go watch. This match is fucking incredible, okay? If only because it has the greatest spot of 2023. This video is only 30 seconds, so we can just blow through this right now. But this is like the greatest fucking like this video. This is why I love wrestling, bro. All right. Like, <laughs> hold on. I want you to watch this. OK, and if you've seen sure, the yeah. the firm deletion and you follow me on Twitter, you'll know what this is. But give this a quick watch, Joe. Sure, yeah, yeah. Let me let me see this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what? What? Keep watching. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is peak wrestling. This is, this is peak wrestling right here, man. No, this is genuinely, this is, this is I, I, dog, I love, I love wrestling, bro. All right. Listen, you, it's a, it's a cinematic match at the Hardy compound. Okay. So, you know, it's going to be a banger, but like Isaiah Cassidy <laughs> doing a swan taunt off a rooftop while moaning and then getting up and humping the ground. Okay. Orgasmic <laughs> Isaiah. I knew you'd come like that shit is so fucking funny. Okay. <laughs> Double entendre, but like, dog, I fuck like yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is this is this is this is this is peak wrestling, bro. Okay, so going into this pre-show match, I am predicting that the Hardy Boys and Hook win because why the fuck not? Start the show off with a bang, give the people a good Hardy Boys match. Okay, we got Jeff Hardy back a couple like a month or so ago, I think, and like, oh, bro, back. yeah, he's back, bro. My little brother was going crazy, bro. I got home from work. I'm like, yo, Alex, I know you're asleep, but like, he's back. And he's like, him? And I'm like, brother Nero. Like, this nigga was watching that shit with me at one in the morning, bro, just losing his shit. Because, like, bro, that little nigga loves Jeff Hardy, bro. Like, understandably so, you know? Mm -hmm. But now on to the actual matches, okay? So there's an open challenge to be announced for the House of Blacks trios titles. I'm pretty sure they're going to win, regardless of their opponents, okay? They're probably going to throw them up against a bunch of Lucha guys anyway, which, like, hey, man, I'm all here for it, you know? Uh, then we've got the, the, one of the weirder matches on the card, Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match with Sabu of all people as a special guest enforcer, ECW legend Sabu. All right. Wild, completely out of left field pick, but like, Hey man, that shit's great. I'm pretty sure Adam Cole's going to win because the storyline leading into this match has been like really heartfelt a couple weeks ago on dynamite they handcuffed him to a rope and beat his girlfriend dr Britt baker dmd uh with a kendo stick right in front of him it was crazy then they printed a shirt with her having a black guy on it it was it was a wild thing and there was a whole controversy because niggas thought that that was like like a domestic violence joke uh it wasn't first off 
Oh, that's crazy. What? Yeah, niggas, niggas will never give AEW the benefit of the doubt, bro. Roman Reigns has a furry shirt. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. we're going to cook anybody about their merchandise. It's going to be them. Okay. Then we've got Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie for the TBS title. I'm pretty sure Jade's retaining here. Um, I've been saying this for months now. Um, Chris Statlander, when she gets back, she's going to win this title. Okay. And Ty Valkyrie's cool and all that, you know, um, legend of uh, Mexican wrestling, even though she's a white woman, but, you know, she was working the Mexico shows. Okay. And she's really good. But like, I've waited for like eight months for Chris Statlander to get back. I can, I can wait like another two. Okay. Um, then we've got the Blackpool Combat Club of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta versus the elite of Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page in an anarchy in the arena match. Now, last year, okay, at Double Nothing 2022, Anarchy in the Arena, the very first Anarchy in the Arena match, got five stars, okay, pretty much across from across the board from, like, everybody who watched it. It was a really fun match. Unfortunately, there was a bunch of injuries because, like, I mean, you're brawling up and down the entire fucking arena, okay? So, like, obviously there's going to be some injuries, but, like, it was still a really good match. And I talked about it pretty glowingly on the on my last uh, Double or Nothing review. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that the caliber of talent in this match is pretty much the same, if not a little higher, this match is going to be so much better, especially now that the Elite are back together. Uh, Tony, if you're listening, which you better be, um, a, a get Kota Ibushi in here, bro. Like, that guy said he'll come work for your company as long as you let him be a trainer, and, like... There's like a bunch of niggas you let be trainers, bro. Like, come on, like, like, let them do it, bro. Like, seriously. Yeah. I, I yeah. need to see the Golden Lovers on my fucking TV screen on Wednesday nights or Saturday nights with the new show that's coming up. But we'll talk about oh, that after double show. or nothing. Well, we'll talk about that because I got I got some thoughts. Because fuck Phil, bro. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, he's involved. Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, that nigga been running his mouth hella wild. Okay. Um, but besides that, we've got the women's title match, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm running this match back from full gear. Now, everybody thinks that, uh, Tony Storm's going to win, which I mean, Hey, I'd be fine either way if Tony or Jamie win, considering they're both really great wrestlers. And they had like the best match at full gear last year with their title match where Jamie won and became the champion. Um, but I kind of, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want Jamie to pull through on this one because I really want to see, uh, her at Forbidden Door wrestling a girl from stardom. As a matter of fact, you know what sucks Mm -hmm. is this past weekend, um, there was a match at New Japan Resurgence for the New Japan Strong Women's title. Uh, it was Willow Nightingale, who I've talked about on this podcast endlessly, versus Mercedes Monet, all right? Oh, okay. And unfortunately, Mercedes got injured, and she's not going to be able to make Forbidden Door. And as it was revealed earlier today, listen, as it was revealed earlier today, she was going to be there. Which hurts my heart to Mm, think about. Yeah. I was was so close. I was so fucking close. But it'll happen eventually. (laughs) It'll happen eventually. All right? I just got to wait. I can wait. I'm a good boy. I can wait. <laughs> but seriously, Mercedes Monet. She was actually featured in a video package re- recapping Willow's win this past week on Dynamite, which is like, holy shit. They said her name, showed her full thing and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Mercedes. She's coming, bro. She's coming. All right. I'm, ah, I need it. I need it. I need it. 
Um, <laughs> then we've got the Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. Now, I'm not going to go listing all of the participants here. Okay, but all I'm going to say is that we've got Bandito, Ray Phoenix, Commander, um, Keith Lee, Penta El Cero Miedo, bro. Like, hella lucha guys in here. So you know this match is going to go hard, bro. All right? You guys have heard me talk endlessly about how much I love the Lucha guys that are currently featured on AEW prominently. And the only one that we're missing is Ijo del Vikingo. And, like, the fact that he's not here, okay, I understand. Okay, I get it. But, like, we, we still got Penta and Rey, Commander and Bandito, bro. So them alone is carrying this match. But there's also a bunch of other really good guys in here. Uh, everybody thinks that Orange is going to retain, which, I mean, probably, I guess... Some people have suggested that Switchblade Jay White is going to win because uh, he's also in this match. But um, I kind of think that Orange is going to win because the number one guy that I think could win this uh, isn't participating in it. And that's because I don't think he's in America right now. So, God damn it. Um, next up on the list. OK, we've got a really weird match. Wardlow versus Christian Cage for the TNT title, I think. I think it's for the TNT title. Uh, why Christian Cage is doing a ladder match uh, this late in his career, I don't know. Uh, buddy, your your brother Edge uh, almost died, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, hey, man, it's Christian, and he was always a tech, actually a better wrestler than Edge. But hey, that's, that's not me. That's, that's, I'm not here to defend that. <laughs> On this day, I am spitting. Oh. <laughs> Regardless, regardless. Uh, edge edge washed anyway. So uh, who do I think is going to win? I'm pretty sure Wardlow's going to win. Uh, get a dude, Tony, uh, book this guy better, please. This shit sucks. We uh, He should be wrestling Luchasaurus in like a fucking cage or something. Like, come on. I mean, he's wrestling a cage, Christian Cage, but like, come on, bro. All right. <laughs> TNA legend Christian on, Cage man. does not need to be in this match as an actual participant. He should be at best a manager, okay? Because Christian cuts a really good promo, but he's old now, and I think he's given everything to the business that he can. So besides cutting promos for guys who can't cut promos, um, because Luchasaurus is a fucking dinosaur. So anyways, <laughs> penultimate match so far. FTR of Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the tag team titles with special guest referee Mark Briscoe. Okay, now listen. Everybody thinks FTR is going to retain, okay? But I will sit on this podcast and sit corrected when I say that I am fairly comfortable with the idea of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, TNA Legends, all right, and their total nonstop faction. I would I wouldn't exactly hate it if they won, okay? They're actually really entertaining. I'm not going to sit here and and become a Brewu merchant like everyone else on my fucking timeline is, okay? Because I don't like Jeff Jarrett, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say they haven't been entertaining because they kind of have, okay? But just, like, mm-hmm. get this shit off my TV screen. FTR stands for Find the Remote. Fuck those guys. Fuck you, Dax, specifically. <laughs> You're a fucking pussy. I will say that to your face if I ever see you. You're a fucking pussy and a failure of a man. Fuck you. Damn. Um, sorry, dude. Um, I'm not gonna sit here while this guy Dax defends actual racist and um disgusting people just because they say that he's good. So 
Go fuck yourself, Dax. Wow. Defend, defend the corn man's racism and transphobia. Defend it. I fucking dare you, Dax. Because you certainly don't tell him to stop, okay? You just tell us to look past it. So go fuck yourself, you fucking pussy. Can't believe I actually used to like you. Fuck you. Yeah, um, it's fucked up. No, it is fucked up. I'm not, I'm not backing down on that. If I ever see you, I'll say that to your fucking face. Fuck you. Um, main <laughs> event. Oh, that fraud. The fatal four-way match between the four pillars of AEW. Champion MJF versus Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Jack Perry. Now listen. Listen. Most people think MJF is going to win, okay? But going into this match, it's been fairly obvious we're getting a double turn of Jungle Boy turning heel and Sammy Guevara turning face. You think it's hard being gay? Try coming out as a fan of Spanish God Sammy Guevara and see... How tolerant the tolerant left is. The tolerant left. <laughs> yeah. See how it happens, bro. All right, now listen. I've been in the closet about my fandom of Spanish God Sammy Guevara. Okay, Sammy is a fu- is fucking great. Actually, I kind of haven't been in the closet. I've put him over a lot on the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Sammy hasn't said some very stupid and foolish things, okay? But he said he was sorry, and he's worked on being a better person. I did not force him to cheat on his girlfriend on national TV. Okay, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, but he's but he like all of us is human and he's tr- trying to do better. Okay, so uh, if Tony Khan was a man, he would book Sammy to win, and then he would book Jamie to re- to retain the title and then lose to Yuka Sakazaki. Okay, if he were a man. Uh, but we're gonna find out if he is uh, on Sunday. So, with all that being said, that's all I got for wrestling. Um, fuck Phil. Uh, you know what? Fucking, I'll just say this right now to everyone who follows me on Twitter, who's like a wrestling Twitter person, or anyone who watches wrestling. I have one question for you. I'm not going to follow this up right now, but I'm going to just ask this right now. Do you guys really think that Philip is going to be able to keep his fucking mouth shut next time he sees Dave and Brian? You really think he is? He's not going to be able to. Okay, he's going to have another fucking outburst when he sees people that he thinks are lying on his name that aren't. Okay. And he's going to fuck your shit up again. And then when he's gone for good, then you guys are going to be left uh, crying about it. So uh, fuck Phil, fuck Dax, uh, Yuka better, uh, Sammy better, and I'll see you guys <laughs> on uh, Sunday after the pay-per-view. So, <laughs> Joe, uh, I love you. I do. One of my closest confidants. Persona reference. Oh, oh my God, Persona. <laughs> Um, you're one of my closest confidants, the greatest co-host I could have ever asked for, one of my best friends. And listeners, I want you to give them their flowers right now. Who invented non-binussy? All right? (laughs) What other mind could have come up with that? The end bussy, dog. Ah, shit. Now my credit score is even lower. Fuck. Now my my interest rates are 18.3. Oh, All that for some femboy ass? I don't care. <laughs> I yeah, like it, pal. I'm um, Vince. I'm here for some femboys. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Joe, send the people home happy before I get like caught by the police or something for like screaming how much I love femboys. Hey, hey, you know, I, I would do that shit with pride, but you know, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between. I Society of femboys you. were legal. <laughs> that's, that's what we need that's what we need maybe we should uh 
Maybe we should push Joe Biden to uh, to make that a thing. The femboy Plus. agenda is is wild, bro. The f- <laughs> running on a platform of femboys is wild, bro. <laughs> she Jack, I wanted to uh, make uh, femboys legal, Jack. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need, bro. And in, in this day and age, I need that. You need that. We need that. We, the American people, need it. I need you. No, no, no. My fellow Americans, have you ever wanted to rail a femboy (laughs) in a maid outfit doing an anime dance? Please, please. please. Hey, 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 you know. I'm I'm just saying I can I can put on a I can put on a maid dress. Oh, okay, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, uh, listeners. I love you, Otto. I love you. I love you very much. Yeah, I, you. I, I, I thank every moment that I, I, I feel lucky every moment that I can spend with you because you, you really are, you're, you're, you're the best. You're the best. But so are you, uh, dear listener. Uh, wouldn't be here without you guys. So really, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for. Uh, stopping by listening to us you know just shoot the shit that's ha- that's what this podcast has always been and will continue to be just two people here just two friends here shooting the shit with each other thank you for stopping by for another episode I love you Mwah. take care take good damn care of yourselves I don't, but I'm leaving this. I'm leaving a pause right here just so I can show you this because it made me laugh because I just did this. But like, look at the fucking search bar. Look at the shirt. (laughs) Like, I just made this just now. Like, I saw this on TV and I was like, no way. That's a fake. So I just looked up Roman Reigns shirt and like, look at it. It's his persona. Yo, it's dude, a, it's a go. This, it, this that's an actual shirt from the WWE shop. You could see it, but life's not. Wait, what does that even say? Life's, life's not, not fair, fair and still and still. Yeah, because that's what they say when you when you retain your title. Oh yeah, and st- yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got. Like, it. look I at the, it's it. a, it's a furry though. Yeah, why does he have a persona, dude? Why does why does the fucking character have abs, bruh? Like what? That's his persona. This guy toned. <laughs> I I haven't seen it, and I don't want to see it. But there is absolutely furry art of this specific character somewhere. There absolutely is, dude. There absolutely fucking is. <laughs> like the fact that he's got a look, and it's a hyper style and hyper hyper stylized and hyper sexualized look. Like it's going. <laughs> That's that is the wildest shit I've seen like ever. There. There, uh, somewhere on the internet, exists uh, NSFW art of this character. Roman Reigns' persona furry porn. (laughs) Roman (laughs) Reigns' gay furry porn is out there. There, There's already like three million GIFs. Three million porn GIFs of this guy. I I just know. Three million hyper-realistic HD blender 
just videos <laughs> of Roman Reigns getting fucked in the ass as his fursona. By, uh, I was gonna say by his fursona, but yeah, that works too. Yeah. <laughs>